0: This whole country, just like my flock of sheep.
1: We want to know what you intend to give away to the communists.
0: He will bring destruction to
2: our traditions. He looked in his heart and he thought in all humility how he'd like to try and change things. To rip off this city for grand, see, it, it's a hundred grand? it's a groovy thing to do. I propose to demand from the House the immediate
1: removal
3: of the President of the United States.
1: You're the last of the racketeers, Diamond, and why? Because we have in the White House a man who's enabled us to cut the red tape of legal procedures and get back to first principles. An eye for an eye, Nick Diamond.
3: A tooth for a tooth. A life for a life.
0: The Decades Podcast. My name is Deb Kuykendall.
2: I'm Nicole Westry. I'm Jacob Kuykendall.
1: And I'm Katrina Stevens. Ooh, my Hi.
2: What do we do on this <laughs> Both. Uh,
0: what do we do on this podcast? We watch an old movie from a previous decade mm-hmm. and a new movie, and then we compare and contrast and talk about politics this, and also a
2: cocktail. <laughs> and
0: we drink a cocktail. Uh, the two movies we watched this uh, this episode were. Charlie Wilson's War from two thousand seven, so a little older, a little older than it's
2: supposed to be, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, no. it's fine, close enough.
0: <laughs> and uh, from nineteen thirty four, Gabriel over the White House. What was the uh,
2: theme this episode? Um,
0: it was supposed to be propaganda and authoritarianism. Okay, sure. Uh, I think that Gabriel over the White House covered both of those mm-hmm. pretty uh, well. I would say so. There was not. I I didn't get a whole lot of authoritarianism off of charlie wilson's war that's a a
2: propaganda though yeah Yeah. there's some authoritarianism definitely from the (laughs) non-u.s states (laughs) there's a little bit here and there on the edges
0: that's true so typically we talk about the old movie first
2: is that uh, what we're doing If in typical fashion? Let's do our
0: typical thing. So Great. Gabriel over the White House. Uh, who wants to
2: uh, synopsize this movie? You're not I, even touching your nose, <laughs> Katrina. You have your ton, all the I time in the world. I
1: realized I had lost. <laughs> I
0: volunteered, actually.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, perfect.
2: Well, you read the book, so yeah. you should. I
0: read most of the book. I didn't quite get to the end. I think we all have. Oh, is the ending uh, the same? Do you know? Yes, the ending is the same. He, okay. dies. he dies at the end. So Spoiler alert. Ah. <laughs> now all of our...
2: Gabriel heads are not gonna watch that movie <laughs> heads. there's
0: actually a lot of information out there about Gabriel over the White House
3: weird That's in weird. fact
0: I found a, a an article and I can't remember which newspaper it was in from like February of this year what? Talking about that movie. Well, wow. I mean,
2: it makes sense to me because of the, well, the yes. situation. Yeah. What situation?
1: <laughs> the president exactly of <laughs> America. We have a cool
2: president, and that movie's about a cool president. He seems so. very flexible. <laughs> <laughs> He's also ordained by God, so I understand this. <laughs> so
0: maybe we should talk. Maybe I should synopsize this movie. So oh that yeah. Okay. Sure. That. So um, at the beginning of the movie, we uh, it starts with his inauguration. And he seems to be kind of a lackadaisical, laid-back kind of guy. It's the
2: President's Inauguration. The President's Inauguration. It's approximately 1930 question mark. It's uh, the
0: Bachelor of Presidents. I think yeah. it was actually it's actually supposed to important. be, it's taking place present day for the movie. And the reason that I think that is they mention the first the two previous presidents, Wilson and Harding, mm-hmm. okay. who preceded FDR, who was actually President at the time that this movie was, was made.
2: Okay. So what that's 1930 1934,
0: same year this movie came out. Okay. I I believe he I believe he was elected in 33. Okay. So this is the very beginning of FDR's presidency. Um so anyway, this
2: his name is Judson Hammond, I mm. think. Don't me. I don't have This is the movie I have the least ability to follow that we ever watched. <laughs> well, his
0: last name is definitely Hammond. Yes, and it differs from the book. In the book, the president's name is Reinhold for some reason. <laughs> That's huh. hilarious. I don't know why. Judge Reinhold. <laughs> um,
2: yeah.
0: So President Hammond is inaugurated, and we see him doing this and that. He doesn't want to be called president. He tells his uh, assistant, the youngest secret president second. Secretary
2: of the President, yeah. or whatever his position is, Undersecretary uh, Beekman, who's he, who's just call, call me Beek.
0: Who <laughs> can call you Beek? Except he
2: doesn't, Beak. doesn't tell anyone to call him Beek. Yep. Everyone just says, "Can I call you Beek?" And he's like, "All right." Because <laughs> the
0: president gives everybody nicknames: Beak, Pendy. Brownie, May- mm-hmm. He wants to be called Major <laughs> instead of Mister President. Yeah. Um, we, see play- we see him playing. We see him playing hide and seek. The marshmallow with
2: his nephew
0: in the Oval Office. Which is not as dirty as it sounds. And it's also not a game. That's not a game. Uh,
2: he only hides it like a foot away behind a book. He just picks it up and puts it behind something. Oh, and
0: then and they don't find it. He just gives it to the kid eventually. He pulls it out of his ear. It's
2: clearly <laughs> magic. Wow. He does that, magic. That's angelic. Uh, the...
0: The boys' relationship isn't made very clear in the movie, as far as we could tell. I knew it's from just a book... president
2: who loves young boys.
0: <laughs> I knew from the book that it's his nephew, uh, he has a sister who doesn't like him very much, but they have an agreement where he gets to spend time with his nephew because he loves his nephew so much. propaganda
1: wise it seems like the little boy is at least so very convinced that his uncle is going to quote-unquote kill the depression and make everyone else a bunch of money so
2: (laughs) and he does (laughs) i mean
1: it's not wrong
0: what happens in the book is that the the boy is used as a device to show that the president has changed from what he was previously Hmm. um there's a scene early on where you know that the little boy has complete access to the president because the president loves his nephew. Uh-huh. And then That's after... good. I, I, I can't skip it. So the president gets is, loves to drive fast and he gets in a car crash and he's in a, he's in a coma for a little while.
2: What a bad president. That <laughs> yeah. sucks.
0: After
1: he... Lost and applied to president's breakup. I, I did you not learn
0: that yet. <laughs> there are a couple scenes in the book after he wakes up from his coma... Uh, one with a dog, his his dog, which does not appear in the movie, oh. and oh. one with the nephew where the dog is afraid of the president
2: after he wakes oh. up from his concussion. Oh. So
1: dogs don't like angels. I don't.
2: Like I was, yeah, was, was going to say don't one of the interesting parts here is I don't think the president's likable, any more likable when he wakes up than before. Oh, no, no, he's yeah. much less likable. more gruff. But I don't think that's the movie's intention.
0: No, I think he's meant to be stern and purpose purposeful. Well, because that's what everybody needs in a leader is
2: you know uh, he, they need like a stern daddy a, a, figure, someone who can
1: <laughs> you know lead them.
2: Uh, not like a, a, a stern not like daddy a driving figure. guy who crashes
3: all the time. <laughs> right.
1: So
0: after he wakes up from a coma, there's a, it's implied, I think, I, not very clearly that he either has a religious. Uh, What's the word I'm looking Epiphany? for. Epiphany, yeah. or he maybe is a uh, crazy possession. Possessed. <laughs> possessed by an angel. The angel That is Gabriel. not clear at all,
2: by the way. <laughs> See, I feel
0: like it is very. Uh, yeah, clear. I thought they were he's really definitely pushing possessed.
2: That. <laughs> he just looks at the window, and the window. But no, dress but there's moves. like. And there's, there's like,
1: lights and like this that double image, like. Yeah. Sort of changes
0: on him. And they like, change his makeup, which.
2: Yeah, they do change his makeup, he but he does seem like hollow a hollow, crazy person. Like,
0: so anyway, after the accident, gets in a coma, is possessed by an angel, we'll say. Sure. Um, and after that, he his personality definitely changes, and he becomes yes. very um, focused. One of the first things he does is uh, calls the cabinet, and I don't remember, I don't know what the position of the guy was, the attorney <laughs> general or whoever. One of his cabinet members says... Secretary uh, of State, I thought. Oh, Secretary of State. Um he says, "Well, if you're going to do this, and I can't remember what the exact thing the president was doing, he wanted them
1: to call the army to battle against the army of the unemployed." Oh,
0: right. So there, um, in the book, it's so, a little more clear, obviously, that there is that there are basically um, the unemployed have organized and they are camped out in all the major cities, mm-hmm. demanding food and you know to be supplied because there's a depression on and they're angry and they want yeah. things fixed.
1: Yeah, basic human needs,
0: right? So um, in this movie, they're called the Army of the Unemployed. And that is reflective of a thing that was actually going on during the Depression. It was called the Bonus Army, which was uh, an organized group of veterans who had been promised. um, They had been given like a voucher after the war that was supposed to be paid out in 1945. But they demanded, they marched into Washington and demanded that they be given the money sooner because, of course, they didn't have any money. Yeah. <laughs> we needed, yeah. So that was kind of what that was meant to reflect was that bonus army. Um, so where am I? So the Secretary of State oh, wants okay. him to help the army, right? So people are, you know, I guess they're afraid of the army, the the uh, army of the unemployed, and so they a bunch on, of homeless people. is right. kind of how they camped feel out about in it. a park. Yeah. They don't like it. They don't like it. Um, And so the Secretary of State Mm -hmm. wants the president to call out the actual army to, you know, roust out the unemployed and get them out of the city. Mm -hmm. And the president says, I'm not doing that to our citizens. Right.
2: I. I'm just keeping it. Don't worry about
0: it. Um, I. He, I'm absolutely not going to do that. And the Secretary of State says, well, if you don't call out the Army, I'm going to resign. And the President says, I accept your resignation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the guy says, uh, well, I should think about it. And he said, no, I accept your resignation. And basically he fires him. Um, and then later threatens the rest of the Cabinet with the same treatment if they don't you know, help him to...
2: Solve the problems. Solve all the problems that are going on.
0: Which, yeah.
1: before he changed, they showed this really kind of hilarious scene in which uh, reporters kept asking him about various national issues. And yes. he kept going, it's a local issue. <laughs> and, like, that was all he would do. So. The other,
0: they also showed him with his cabinet, and they, they were going to appoint someone. And his cabinet says, you should appoint this guy. And he's like, well, if you guys like him, I guess I'm fine with that. Yeah. and he is very much that not in that vein after his uh, after he wakes up from his coma. <laughs> Sorry,
2: <laughs> Just put my Stein down. It's the Gong of Possession. Yeah. So the other
0: thing we see is that there are um, bootlegging gangs. <laughs> this movie's gangs. got a lot in it. <laughs> um, it. This is during Prohibition, 1934. During Prohibition, there are gangs, and they are kind of in control of the cities. Mm-hmm. Um, corrupt. You know, they pay off the inspectors and they try to pay off a man named hmm, Bronson. John Bronson, I think. Yeah, that makes sense. Why does that make sense? (laughs) Because then they (laughs) sing the song John Brown's Body. That becomes kind of their anthem. I'm pretty sure his name was John Bronson.
2: But John Brown and John Bronson are different names. Yeah, they're which is close enough. <laughs> okay,
0: sure. all right, fine, <laughs> whatever. Anyway, uh, the the head of the gangs, the Italian head of the gangs, tries to pay off John Bronson, who is the head of the unemployed army. Is he Italian in this?
2: In the movie, I don't think he is.
0: Well, at some point, he tells him to go back to his country, but they don't say yeah, what the country is. Just
2: general, he's a, an American actor. He has no accent. Yeah, he or, has no accent. Or... And though
1: they go back and forth on doing that for this movie, <laughs> yeah. like a good eight or nine countries are represented, and it seems like half of them have accents right. from where
2: they're Mr. from. Mr. President, I'm made. from
0: Europe. <laughs> yeah. So uh, John Bronson won't take the bribe, and then he then they're he's marching. Uh, in a parade with the unemployed, and uh-huh. the you see an ambulance drive through the crowd, and the back doors flapping open, and they kill John Bronson, and it's the gang, the gangsters obviously kill yeah, John
2: Bronson. It's a gangster ambulance.
0: Um, shortly after that, the president goes to speak to the unemployed in the park. Uh-huh. Um, boo, boo, president! Except that he tells them, "I'm going to get you guys all working." Basically, he gives them a New Deal speech. Yay, new I'm president! <laughs> pretty sure this is before the New Deal was a thing; that mm-hmm. hadn't been created yet. Um, in yep. fact, there's. A lot of things in this movie that FDR, well, not in the movie so much, but in the oh, book, there are a lot of things that FDR actually adopted, That's um, cool. and he's a cinephile,
2: <laughs> right? Is that what we're gonna? <laughs> this?
0: Uh, I'll do the synopsis and then I'll tell you how that how that kind of shakes out uh, from what I read. Um, but anyway, so the gangsters kill John Bronson. The president pr- promises the unemployed jobs. Apparently, he does that. We never yeah. get to see that accomplished, but. It's implied that he gets everybody jobs.
1: We hear them cheering outside of what is supposed to be the White House. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and he, yeah. Says, he says he's going to make a construction army. So basically, they're going to construct public works, which is what they did during the Depression. Mm-hmm. And then once industry has grown, then they will move back into the you know normal industry. Yeah. Um, the next thing he does is, oh, he takes care of the gangs. By, oh, I love this. <laughs> they... He forms a new unit, a new, uh-huh. uh, mili- not military, actually,
2: it's policing unit. Yeah, headed, the movie makes it a little unclear what the difference is. Headed by
0: Beekman. Yeah, it is very militaristic. Yeah. It's it's headed by Beekman. Uh, they go to where the gangsters are, which is some kind of big warehouse, in these very weird armored police <laughs> the cars. The I believe. <laughs> the gangsters shoot at the armored cars, and then the police just... The armored cars have very very powerful (laughs) weapons that blow up the warehouse. And then they march out the gangsters. Mm -hmm. And the head gangster, whatever his name is, he says, Well, don't I get a lawyer? And he's uh, he's told that that he's not going to go to court. No. He's going to be court-martialed. And then we see him in front of a tribunal of... Beekman, who is the head of the police force, the military police.
2: Yeah, why wouldn't he be? uh,
0: (laughs) He's just some guy. Flanked by two others in the same uniform, and they find them guilty, and then they execute them in front of the Statue of Liberty. (laughs) Yeah, they form a firing squad. Patriotism. Okay, so he takes care of the gang. He took care of unemployment. He took care of the gangs. Yep. Um, Global violence. Yeah. Yes. So then he has to take care of... The fact that all of the other countries owe America money and mm-hmm. are not spending, are not giving their money to America, but are using it to build up their own Ugh, military. Gross. Things. Yuck. I feel like I forgot something. I've left something not really. out. Nothing important. I don't. Oh, but he does go to Congress. He eliminates Congress at some point.
1: Oh, did we talk about the scene in which the White House is shot up by the gangsters?
2: Oh yeah, they drew a drive-by on does the, the White House. the only
1: speaking girl also gets shot?
0: <laughs>
2: Poor Penby. Are
0: are, does the other girl not speak at all? I think she says two words. Yeah. She says her. I don't. I'm not sure she does. I think somebody introduces her and says oh. what her name is.
2: Nobody's passing the Bechdel test in 1930. She I thought
1: she at least said like "thank you," which is not. It's not
0: great. It's probably words, but it's words. It's words. <laughs> I start yeah. I know. I remember the scene where she's brought to the front.
1: Yeah, because they're marching.
0: And I know she doesn't introduce herself, and if she says anything after that I can't remember. I'm a woman. She does some weeping <laughs> over that guy's body. Yeah. Yeah, that's
1: about it. Hysterical weeping, that's what we're good for.
0: So he does he get he gets rid of Congress? He, I yes, I believe he eliminates Congress. Yeah,
1: he fired all of them and then
0: passed some sort of resolution. Yes, that's right. He declares martial laws. Yeah. He, uh, there he is. fires his cabinet. Mm-hmm. In a letter. He said, gives them all envelopes saying That's you're fired. Great scene.
1: <laughs> so he's just like, I request all of your resignation. <laughs> or like that. They were like, so like, no. without him. And he hand delivers, he doesn't hand deliver, but someone hand delivers one uh, individual note to every single one of them. It's that great. all the same thing. <laughs> uh,
0: it's and very detail oriented as a president. Yeah. Yeah. So he fires the cabinet, gets rid of Congress, declares martial law. <laughs> and then he. Um, and then he has to solve the international problem, and he solves the international problem by bombing one of our <laughs> battleships <laughs> yeah. as proof. That's that He's really serious. He it's
1: nonsense.
0: Which somehow convinces them all to sign a resolution that they're all going to do away with their military and uh-huh. use the money to, you know, keep people alive and increase Not the economy ships. so that people can have jobs and food and whatnot. Sure. And then he dies. And he's signing
1: <laughs> it. It's like a very good
0: moment. Yeah, moment. I did.
1: Like I finally finished signing, I no longer need to be possessed by an angel. My sure. use is it's done. World yeah. it's done.
0: Angel can it's go back done. to heaven. So the scene where he where he dies, he has a heart attack, but basically there are all the people are coming up to sign the resolution and then they give a little speech and and the president's not there
2: all 20 of the nation's leaders of the world's leaders
0: (laughs) they each step up one at a time then they give a speech they're waiting for the president the president very slowly comes in walks the length of this table and then the slowest signing of a document (laughs) that you've ever seen and then he dies Basically. <laughs> the and, end. Uh, they carry Literally him, the end. They carry him into the other room, and then you see that sort of double image thing on him again, so you assume that Gabriel is leaving his body. <laughs> I'm and... rolling
2: my eyes. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> and that's Gabriel over the White House. Yay! Ooh, so good.
0: Such a good film. Uh, the book is written by Thomas F. Tweed, who was actually it was the youngest brigadier general in World War One for the oh, British, yeah. British forces. He's a British man which is a little weird hmm. to begin with. Ew. Um, and also he was an advisor to Lloyd George, who you would remember from Suffragette. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they also shared a mistress, and apparently... Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Good reactions from everybody at <laughs> this table. <laughs> the char- <laughs>
0: well, the character of Pendy Malloy in this movie is supposed to be a representation of that mistress. Oh, Poor that
2: Penny. So was she shot sense. by gangsters? What? What about her character was a representation? I have no idea.
0: I guess she was really competent. She's very competent in the book. That is not how she comes across in the movie. In fact, in the book, they make it very clear that she is not his mistress, but they have a very deep relationship.
1: Sure. In um, the movie, they make it clear that she's a she mistress, is his and he's been given a secretary job <laughs> yeah. in order to cover that up.
2: She's the only other person allowed to always see the president, aside from his nephew. <laughs> his nephew, but, like,
1: and he's his not married, so she's just like his like, girlfriend,
2: girlfriend right? secret girlfriend. In the book, he's a widower. It
1: seems very okay. Weird and covered.
0: I also forgot yeah. to mention that during the course of the movie, after the president changes, Pendy and Beekman. Become involved and eventually are planning to get married. Oh well,
1: yeah, are there <laughs> went very well for the president?
2: Are there any other movies you guys can think of where the president is possessed or in <laughs> under control? I was the Manchurian Candidate he's not a president yet. I'm um, trying to think if there's anything where any other movie I can think of where the president well, there's is under Dave, control.
1: Where he is in the coma and then the look-alike takes over his position.
0: I've never seen, seen that. that. Oh it's no, great. is he a president? Oh yeah, it's fantastic. Okay. Uh, it's uh, the guy from A Fish Called Wanda. Mm-hmm. Probably twenty four. Uh, Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein. Yeah.
2: In twenty four is the president ever under control? Probably, right? Not the original president, but the one of the follow-up presidents. I didn't I watch seen it. Yes. <laughs> <His little high-fives laughs> There's a little high five training. <laughs> twenty
1: four seems like the worst secretly. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. yeah. no, agree. it's
2: not secretly. <laughs> it's gets worse in retrospect. <laughs>
0: So what I thought one of the things I thought was really interesting about the book, which is not as clear from the movie, there's nothing clear in the movie. Right. (laughs) So there's a lot of one of the reasons this is propaganda is this movie was financed by William Randolph Hearst,
2: and he also wrote
0: uncredited wrote some of this movie, and he basically and he conversed with FDR about it at the time that he made this movie. He, was, he supported FDR. Later, he changed his mind and didn't support
2: him anymore. Considering the tone of this movie, that's horrifying. <laughs> so he's like the Julia no.
1: Roberts in real life.
2: From Charlie Wilson's war. Oh. Not the Julia Roberts in real life. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Who is a real person? I'm <laughs> pretty sure she's delightful? And hot? No. I don't know. I don't think she's
0: involved in politics that much. <laughs> there, there are a couple things in the book that FDR definitely... well. There's one thing in the book that's very reflective of this movie, which is that they make a movie in the book that is intended... The president, uh, basically... um, The president... What's the word I'm looking for? He... Rules. He he decides that this movie needs to be made. And Uh. the character of Beekman is kind of a consolidation of two characters. But in the book, this character of Beekman takes over... Basically takes over broadcasting. He... In the book... I have to also clarify, it takes place in 1980. So it takes place 50 years in the future. So they have technology they don't have. And the it's one, like Escape the, from New York. Yeah, the technology they have is, is that they have been able to get televisions into everybody's homes. Now, at the time that this movie was made, people hmm. didn't have TVs. Hmm. Um, but the Beekman character in this movie would have been... The character who was very successful in business And created a technology that allowed them to get TVs into everybody's home mm. And so one of the things the president chooses to do Aside from making a movie Is to do these uh, Broadcasts So for at 8 o'clock every night for the first three days of the week He speaks to the people Which was mm. very, Which is very reflective Have you ever heard of the fireside chats? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah of course That's something that FDR started He started it after this movie Oh, um, oh. And after this book,
2: as our current president still does. <laughs> he said he it first. <laughs> nope, it, no, it came Fireside
0: Twitter. Yeah. yeah,
2: He does YouTube videos. You can watch them. They are bananas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank you. No thank you. So FDR adopted the fireside chat, and it's it's very ref- very similar to what this president does in the book, which is to speak weekly to the people. What is the directly. movie in the book about? The movie in very the, strange the movie in the book is basically about. Huh, let's see if it, Hopefully, I can remember it.
1: Is it propaganda?
0: It's propaganda. Yeah. It's it, very oh, North it, Korean. It's things. it's meant to. It's basically meant to get the people behind him and and start to allow him to take authority over the yeah. government. Total right. control. And the people who go to the movie the the character of Beekman in this movie is a con- consolidation of two characters. One of them mm-hmm. is somebody who knew him before the change, and one of them is somebody who really doesn't get to know him until after. And the one who knows him before, who is also the narrator of the book, is not at all happy with the things that the president's doing, and he's very concerned about this movie, and he thinks it's terrible. The one who knew, knows the president after the... after the transformation possession. The, possession. <laughs> the possession yeah he's the one that with the tv technology and he's very excited about everything the president's doing mm. and so they sort of merge those two together
2: i mean beekman has i would say almost no character in the movie no. but yeah. you yeah. do you see in it
0: he smiles when the president does things so you can yeah. see that he's yeah supportive. he's
2: improving, but other than that he basically doesn't do anything
1: Including speak for the most part. Yeah, exactly. they're like, I'm gonna call you Beak. That's,
0: that's <laughs> okay. <laughs> so basically, the movie in the book is the same has the same purpose as that movie that we just saw. That oh, movie's I purpose like that. is to get the pe- get people behind the president's plans crap. for fixing the depression, right? <laughs> okay, like, sure. Uh, public works and. I don't know. Whatever he did to solve, the, which he, he shooting actually, gangsters <laughs> to death. Well, actually, <laughs> well, one thing that he did do, he shot he, lots uh, of gangsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, lot the of them. They he he got people to agree to overturn prohibition okay that that was one of the things that fdr did because gets rid of the homeless well it gets rid of the gangsters yeah Yeah, i guess that's true i mean that's why he did it in the that's why he does it in the movie is to get rid of the gangsters the gangsters have a lot of power because they have all the liquor Mm -hmm. in the movie um,
2: (laughs) it's a two-prong attack (laughs) yes
0: first he overturns the prohibition which makes the gangsters angry and then he just kills the gangsters um, I don't think FDR got quite that much power, but that was Ella. I've seen Elliot Ness. I know untouch- the Untouchables, and they
2: kill most of the gangsters. The end. Yeah. The end. Yeah,
1: <laughs> not the worst movie. Not no, a great movie. No. I mean...
2: I did not follow basically any like general storyline but i, I like how the easy lines. it was
1: to create peace for like literally
3: every
2: yeah. yeah i mean as
1: long as there's one guy with one message that nobody questions ever and if things work out minute, just fine like it's a five minute situation he's like everybody get on the boat okay look i'm gonna blow up my own boat we're all good now like five everybody minutes put he a hand in. The world. he's the best negotiator yes.
2: there <laughs> so are a, a lot of world leaders overall for the world in 1930 there's like 20 people there, 30 people, and they're the like, we're all here. Yeah. yeah. Yep.
1: Just gives a nice speech and tells them this is what we're doing. Do it. And Shows Everybody them. does it. Yeah. And, and after
2: he dies, I assume it all continues. Yeah. No problem. I
1: mean, you can't start undoing something that a president who just died was like, this matters to me. You're right. Everybody's
2: too How's guilty. They had already yeah. signed.
0: They had already <laughs> signed oh, it. Oh, is
2: he the last signer? No takes
0: back. <laughs> Hence the line. Yes, he so I'm surprised yeah, they don't
2: make him sign first, considering he's the one suggesting. He it.
0: already blew up a boat to prove no, that he yeah, was. Yeah, he going told to them they all had it. to go first, remember?
2: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I wanted to we're not we're not do we can we talk about how this relates to today? Sure. How yes. does this relate to today, <laughs> yes. Mom? Well, when I was reading the book, and also I have another book here. It's called um, Seeing the Bigger Picture. And there's some passages in here about Gabriel over the White House, because this book is about Amer uh, film and politics, how how the two relate to each other. He talks about the West Wing a lot. Hmm. Um, the police or the TV show? What the TV show. He talks about this TV show, The West Wing. Uh, yeah. And also Frank Capra, who was very uh, patriotic and made a lot of movies like Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. The West Wing is
2: very pro- propaganda-y. Yeah. <laughs> West
0: but Wing in the, the best way. way. Yeah, <laughs> no, it me. rules. I mean, I love The West Wing,
2: but <laughs> it is very propaganda-y.
0: So one of the things that occurred to me about why... Donald Trump is president, from reading this book, and it has to do with this passage, which
2: he, he describes let's, this very Let's have a well. read Let it. me read it. I spilled alcohol over this, all over this it's, book. Okay, so... It's just purple. It's fine.
0: Wait. I put my glasses on. It makes it hard. Many Americans in the 1930s were looking for ways to escape the economic deprivations that were brought on by the Great Depression, and some were willing to sacrifice individual liberties for economic well-being. The president assumes almost dictatorial powers. This is he's describing the movie now. Mm-hmm. dismissing his cabinet and ignoring Congress, creating jobs for the unemployed and threatening countries that owe the United States money into reducing their arms and paying off their debt. Now that in and of itself is reflective of things that have happened. But
2: what Except for the job creating part. Right.
0: <laughs> but, what it, but what it made me think of is the people who voted for Donald Trump are economically depressed and maybe it is that they want an authoritarian to come in and fix their problems. Which I don't is know if that's true. Yeah. But they are totally willing to give up their liberties. Oh, that's for yes, sure. That part, that part is, is
2: true. true. I I don't know if the yeah. economically depressed actually no. shakes out... Uh, no, they, they
1: were
0: more
2: wealthy. Yeah, well, wealthy... It's white people who voted for him across the board.
0: Right, but I'm talking about the coal miners. People yeah. who don't normally
2: Sure, in some parts the, of the, the country.
0: Very, a
1: lot of the rural. Yes. That word does not sound great. <laughs> the <we> rural the <laughs> Rural.
2: Exactly, the rural <laughs> But I would say... The working class in the U.S. accounts for a lot more than the people who voted for Donald but Trump. But they
0: also feel economically th- threatened. Oh, and I'm, for I'm, I'm sure. Not but they didn't saying, vote for him. I'm not saying it's like, I'm just saying that it sounds, it seems like a a pliable, pliable, plausible, plausible? <laughs> <laughs> huh? a, a plausible factor. Like one yes. factor is that yeah. p- oh, I'll sign up for that disenfranchised statement. people. I what? mean, that was,
2: the, that was the platform he ran on, right. at the very least. One of the platforms he ran on.
1: Yeah. I mean, when he can blame their economic troubles on outsiders, like the Mexicans crossing the border and things like that, then yeah. of course. That I was, was one reading... thing. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no. You're... Uh, I was just reading a really great article specifically about that this week in regards to Washington voters who voted for Trump, too, because almost across the board, they're like, yeah, I definitely believe in deporting all of these bad mm-hmm. guys. And across the board, they're having these horrible regrets because it's being their neighbors. Yeah. And like yeah. their coworkers who
0: are just literally being snatched from parking lots. Yeah. Was that? It was about Eastern Washington, right? Yeah, yeah. I read well, that and it's so sad because
1: a lot of the like labor market in Eastern Washington is dependent yeah. on all of 100%. the and all of the and, produce. Yeah, and it's like, hey, your entire farm is gonna not have any labor. Yeah. They were talking, vote against a, your economic interests. It was Long Beach, racist. right? Yeah, it was specifically Long Beach that we were talking about in the article. But it, uh, as far as like the fields that it's going to hit Washington really hard with, it's going to be seafood, it's going to be cherries, and it's going to be apples. Mm-hmm.
3: mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And right. that's like a huge Weird. Chunk of could have seen that the economy? economy. Yeah. Where's, who knew? where's all the white migrant workers, right? <laughs> like that's
1: not the jobs that unemployed white people are. Basically, I
0: mean, what they the reason for. they were surprised by it was that the president said he was going to deport the bad guys. Yeah. And so yeah. they assumed the bad guys like, were actual people who had done who bad were things, bad. right? Not that Whoops. being here illegally was necessarily Inherently, a bad thing, yeah. mm-hmm. right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yes There's definitely a, a lot of that In this movie I mean there's also Just the idea that like Well Congress sucks So let's get rid of it yeah. let's I just mean it's just over over easier
1: Right, right? One guy in yeah. charge No
2: roadblocks No downsides <laughs> Is basically Cut you know, that
0: red tape
3: He's oh,
2: and angelic
0: we'll I did praise <laughs> In this movie I did mean to, to uh, Also mention FDR didn't solve The depression World War II Solved the depression <laughs> So he, he Although he yeah. had A lot of public works And whatnot, They did not Solve the problem
2: I mean, the ideas presented in this movie, aside from global disarmament, <laughs> are mostly Donald Trump ideas that he has supported, even if he hasn't actually worked on them. Like... Shooting gangsters. Shooting... Well, yeah. Crack down on bad people. Oh, I'm doing air quotes. That crack down bad. on bad people. Uh, other countries need to pay their debts. Um, infrastructure, even though no infrastructure bills have actually been proposed, like all that stuff is—I mean, that's all populism, like 101 right one, um, right? So yeah, there's definitely a parallel here, except Donald Trump hasn't actually done any of those things. He well, he's also taken control, so he can't yet. He yeah,
0: also he's not possessed by uh, Gabriel. I an don't an know Amos that. that you know? <laughs> oh, I'm sure he's not possessed by an angel. He could be possessed by all
1: kinds of
2: stuff.
3: Yeah,
1: I'm. With that, but it's definitely not an angel. Or maybe just well, mentally ill. There's, a, there's no. a fallen angel. <laughs> I mean, he could be, be the exception to the rule.
2: He seems like he's maybe got some mental issues. Oh, <laughs> well, that is definitely
1: a Oh yeah, we forgot to talk about how we brought up the 25th Amendment during uh-huh. this movie you we know, are <laughs> like, nobody,
0: oh, right, it's
1: pre-25th Amendment.
2: Yeah. Yep. Nobody's oh, yeah, gonna jump in on that. they keep
1: telling Congress that he's in a coma for like three weeks and they're like, well, we're waiting on him but nobody can really
0: <laughs> seem to, to do know. anything. Right. Yeah. And I th- we, I think we agreed, although we didn't look it up, that the 25th Amendment actually was established because FDR became... It, was, Is it F- was FDR, FDR, FDR right? was true, Jacob. <laughs> yeah, you did not look that I up. We've computer. all decided. <laughs> FDR was, I'm pretty sure, the one that that um, led us to have two-term presidents yes. because he became ill yeah. in his third
1: term. But, I mean, in this movie, there's... Very, very little mention, if at all, of the vice president and what was going on <laughs> when so president him. was in a coma. We see him in one scene. I mean, we think we in see the background,
2: him. <laughs> in The way that the House
3: is
1: set up. Oh, wow. Really?
2: Yes. That's when the 25th Amendment was established? Mm-hmm. Proposed in 1965, signed in 1967. Oh, so much
1: later than we thought. Yeah. I still think we're all right. <laughs> <laughs> but we, it feels right. We do but know that FDR work now.
0: Uh, pr- promoted the lifting prohibitions. That yes. Did, yes. And it happened like a year later after this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Art impacting
1: life. <laughs> I'm going to call it art. I'm just going to lean into that. <laughs> art impacting life.
0: <laughs> oh, one of the things we did talk, you guys were really admiring the costumes. Oh, and I said wow. I was going to tell you, there's a connection between the two, between the two movies through the costumes. So the person who costumed this movie, uh, he was referred to as Adrian. He did have a last name, but he was just called Adrian. He costumed this movie. He cost. He was a very well-known costumer. I, the other, only other movie I can remember
2: is Wizard of Oz. He did the costumes mm. for that
0: as well. It's good costumes. Oh, can a I interrupt? Your,
2: yes. Uh, the assassination of John F. Kennedy was part of the reason they oh. enacted the 25th Amendment because that caused a lot of problems. They didn't have oh, a sure. clear... Oh, defining I feel like yeah. it should
1: have come up earlier. That's weird.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it, apparently it did come up over and over again, but they had not passed an amendment <laughs> to yeah. solve this problem.
1: <laughs> we'll figure it out later. It's fine. Let's yeah,
2: happen.
0: they did. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but yes. All right. All right, costumes. costumes. All right, sorry, sorry so Adrian that. designed the costumes for this movie. He also designed the costumes for the first Broadway production of Camelot in 1959, mm. but he died during pre-production of the mm. uh, of the show. And his wife, oh, Janet Gainer, yeah Janet Gainer. Um, she had she had ownership of the costumes and she had chosen her friend to replace him. Uh, but the the director of the play, or director of the mm, show mm-hmm. wanted her to have an assistant with some Broadway, uh, Experience. Experience, right? Gotcha. So she—I can't remember any of these people's names. But so they—they they hired this costumer and her assistant. Oh no! Now I can't remember. I can't remember anybody's name. <laughs> her assistant, whatever his name is, is the man who did the costumes for Charlie Wilson's War. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah! And it was his first Broadway show that said he worked his on. His name earlier too. I can't remember. Yeah, that. Sure, I'm not gonna be able to get back there. I <laughs> said it. I, I think heard it's you know Albert it. S- Albert something. And I, I can't remember it. But anyway, well, so there's a weird little connection between the two Look it up, so listeners. I really, but
1: I really did love the costumes in this movie, and I think mm-hmm. if you're into that kind of thing, this movie is worth it just to see how everybody's dressed. It's
2: yes. awesome. How did you get a copy of this movie? Is it on YouTube? Can people watch it? <laughs> well, I just bought a DVD. <laughs> no, they can't. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: think it is. But yeah, I don't know. I got a DVD
2: from okay. Amazon. The and dark. this. to yeah, go on the dark net. Right. Unlike <laughs>
0: unlike some of the other movies that we've watched, which are pretty hard to get a hold of, this one I think has is sort of um, is used like in film mm-hmm. school type stuff.
2: I'll That's say nice. when I posted on Instagram hashtag Gabriel over the White House, not the first person to use that hashtag. Oh, nice. There are some yeah. existing Gabriel over the White House Instagram posts. Oh, right, and
0: well, like what I said, like I said, I, there was an article written this year. About this movie because of the current situation, and there, and you, you can find articles like every few years about this movie. I find um, it
2: sad to say the current situation; <laughs> <laughs> it all teardrops out of my I thought it That's a very yeah. diplomatic
0: way of talking. Yes. About it. I did impressed. Read the New York Times review of this movie from 1934, and they were pretty. Enthusiastic about it. Um, they did not care for the acting of Pendy Malloy, whoever that actress was. What acting? What yeah. does she do? She, <laughs> she just
2: happen? dies. Yeah, she, she's I very thought. flirty. She's
1: very
3: flirty.
2: Yeah, she touches. Uh, yeah. call me Pendy. You know,
1: her uh, bird bird cage netting on her hat. She does a lot yeah. of stroking that yes. to show that she's seductive and.
0: In the book, she is extremely effective, and um, basically, she's she's
2: the she's the president's secretary, and she is. This movie has no characters except the president. Like, nobody does anything or has any, like, any input on what happens. Except maybe the gangsters. Except maybe the gangsters. President. They have an antagonist briefly till he executes them all. Yeah. And then that's it. It's just the president. Yeah. And the president times two.
1: The president against his other self, who
2: vaguely <laughs> remembers
1: sometimes when he wakes up from it.
2: Do you guys want to talk about Charlie Wilson's war? <laughs>
1: okay. Well, let me say
0: one more little yeah. trivia thing, which I... I mentioned before is that Walter Houston is the um, Walter Walter Houston is the father of John Houston, who directed a lot of movies uh, like uh, Treasure of the Sierra Madre, um, and I think The Maltese Falcon. Mm. And John Houston is the father of Angelica Houston. And uh, he uh, Walter Houston, I think his last movie or one of his last movies was directed by John Houston, which is The Treasure of the Sierra Madre, and he got an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor for that film. Uh, John Huston also directed *Prizzi's Honor*, which has Angelica Huston in it, she in my a, head and, and she also finish. won an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress
2: for that. Hmm. Film. Okay, well, that's all.
0: It's all
1: <laughs> Turns out Hollywood is very small.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, as a matter of fact,
0: <laughs> very small. Oh, well, this is just you know really trivial, but um, mm-hmm. Walter Huston's voice coach was a woman named Margaret. Can't remember her middle name. Drew. I'm sorry, Margaret Barrymore, who uh, is the, oh. who is John Barrymore's br- sister. Also from this show, yes, from the so very first episode. Is
2: he Doctor Jekyll? Doctor Jekyll
0: and Mister Hyde. John Barrymore is Drew Barrymore's grandfather, mm-hmm. which I think is a little weird because they are very far apart in years. So John Barrymore was yeah. acting in the 20s. Drew Barrymore is acting in the East? almost the 2020s by now. <laughs> yeah, um, but both. John Barrymore and John Barrymore Jr. had their children really late in life, so True mm. Barrymore was the last child of John Barrymore Jr. when he was about fifty. So, is
2: True Barrymore still in stuff? Haven't yeah. seen her in a while.
1: I mean, she's busy kind of owning and running her own production, yeah. movie production she, company, but she, she also does has in things occasionally still. Also, before we can before we move on, can we talk about the really sad only person of color
2: character? Oh, in oh no. sure, yeah. Because I we all feel grown like it needs to be
1: addressed,
3: like. Uh,
2: I don't we, think we all groaned when it happened. Did he yeah. have a name? Did this character no. have a name? I don't remember
0: hearing it. I think he did call refer to him by name. What it what his name was, I can't remember. Yeah, he's like it.
1: the val the valet character.
0: Yeah. There's or, a specific uh, word for them for the president. I think
1: it's a Cause valet, it isn't it? Whatever that movie oh, with Oprah. Yeah. Um, yeah. With um it's the name of
0: that movie. Yeah. You <laughs> know what I'm talking Forrest about? Fisher. No idea. yes. Is that? Uh, did you yes. say the name right? That doesn't sound right. Forest Fisher. Not right. Um, no, I think Forrest Fisher is a person that I know. <laughs> but yes, there's I've that movie that with that guy. <laughs> the movie with the guy from The Crying Game. No. Where he plays the butler.
1: Me and. Uh, so it's regularly joked about that I have celebrity
2: facial blindness. So you oh, keep no, looking at so me funny. for answers, <laughs> and there's no way I'm going to be able to help you. Like, I confuse. Oh, I did a really Forrest Whitaker. Uh, That's he, his name. He plays Sebastian the Valet. It's played by John yes. Larkin.
0: <laughs> <How that is. laughs> but the name of the movie, I think, is it has It's something different. Of it. it's,
1: yeah, it's it's, it's referred to as Butler. Well, yeah, I mean, I think valet is a relatively new term for it to fancy it up. But
2: mm. he was it, in a lot, he was an actor in a lot of movies up until his last movie in 1936.
1: He was very jovial.
0: Nineteen thirty six. Oh, diplomatic <laughs> ways to talk about it. It was he uncomfortably was jovial. Are oh, you oh, yeah. saying that the man in the in the Gabriel over the White yes. House was referred to as the valet?
2: Yes. yes, his name was Sebastian the valet. It's played by he's played by the actor John Larkin, who was born in eighteen seventy seven, and he died in nineteen thirty six. So as he died before his last movie was released. Well, okay. But Forrest
0: Whitaker played the butler. Yes. Right. In Oprah's The Butler. <laughs> yes. Which I think
3: not, Oprah's son. not fancying anything Oprah's up. The Butler. <laughs> He's a butler, guys. Yes.
2: Yeah, he it's didn't. He was not in very many scenes. You know. There was another black man who was in the uh, They flashed his army. face on he screen. Didn't, he didn't talk. He didn't talk. He didn't do anything there were some Asians, Asians in, the in the world leader. Usually, group. yeah,
1: usually diplomats. Oh, there was one um, Asian fellow in the like aristocracy mm-hmm. that all wore fabulous hats. top hats mm-hmm. the whole
0: time. And one of the people who signed a resolution was a was a Japanese
2: uh, yeah
0: he, diplomat. He name and everything. Yeah, <laughs> he actually said some stuff in
2: Japanese. Mm-hmm. Surprising. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just impressed that the gangsters were not coded as Italian in yeah. this movie. <laughs> they
0: were know. very coded as Italian and Irish in the book. It was not yeah. there the book has some pretty racist terms in it. There's no I mean
2: not surprising. They just
0: Yeah. The movie you were saying that
1: the movie came out the same year as the book though, mm-hmm. right?
0: Yes. And when it was released, the book was uh the book was published in America anonymously, so they didn't give credit oh. to the oh. author. Um and when the movie came out the author wasn't credited. But the oh. author was friends
1: with FDR, right?
0: Uh, no he was an assistant to or he was an advisor to lloyd george who was the prime minister of england Mm. and the only reason i mentioned that is because our first episode of this season we talked about lloyd george Mm -hmm. (laughs) quite a bit um but there was some suggestion that potentially the reason that the book was published anonymously is that william randolph hearst had something to do with the publishing of the book why would they why they would want it to be anonymous i don't know but um, his publishing company published the book, and he financed the movie as well.
1: I mean, it, to me, it feels like a lot of the things that the president is passing, whether they are explicitly said as like vaguely socialist concepts, mm-hmm. we're still definitely very socialist and... If I had to guess, I would keep it anonymous at that time just because it was not the best time to be re- like related to communism. Mm-hmm. Well right well, before World wasn't. War Two. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. The New York Times review of the movie definitely talks about uh Thomas Tweed though. So mm. by then they knew exactly who had done it. That's that's where I read that he was the youngest brigadier general in the British Army during World War One, was in the New York Times review of this movie. It. Okay. okay. Don't look at me. don't look at me for anything. <laughs> well, maybe we should talk about Charlie Wilson's War. Yeah. Do you want to do it since you took copious notes? Oh, sure. Yeah, so, by Katrina. copious. Katrina. Mean,
1: okay. So I want to at least preface this synopsis by saying I did not start writing notes for that purpose. <laughs> so like, they're half opinions, half. Tom Hanks is that so dreamy. What's no, 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 they're very. Tom Hanks is, is not dreamy. No um but so we open on tom hanks and i will also tell you he's literally the only character whose name i know but it's charlie (laughs) wilson it's in the title so i got that one but Uh, we open on him and his movie director he's not a movie director yet but he wants to yeah a tv show director friend and several strippers all naked in a hot tub. He clarifies that cocaine. one of them is
2: not a stripper and she's You're a right. Playboy bunny. Or yeah, or...
1: she's just been on the cover of Playboy in mm-hmm. the last month, and now she's going to be in a Dallas version, a Washington version of Dallas.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, but so anyway, he's doing cocaine. He's hanging out with a lot of strippers. It's clearly coded that he's a little iffy as a human being. I don't think you ever see him do cocaine. No, but they clarify later that he definitely does because they not, try to cover yeah. it up. But
0: not in that. Not then. It was in a, it was when he was in I don't know was, no they' so, leave that so ambiguous but the
1: way they talk about the limo drivers it is very clear to me that they're like oh but we had a conversation with the limo driver so you're good you're good dude you
3: guys,
2: yeah
1: really I don't know I'm with you
2: I didn't think I think they made, you made it did. clear that he did
1: it I, yeah
2: I think they were trying we're to cover up to that he did do once. cocaine but then later he's like only out of the country we're all set. <laughs> that's he all seemed, they'll talk about because
1: to me so. he seemed very much of a, like just wanting to drink that night kind of a no guy. but then I they do. even uh they bring up the specific girl and we'll get to all of this again <laughs> later you're <laughs> welcome but they bring up the specific girl who's like naming Crystal. names yes oh what a stereotypical stripper name <laughs> she's the one Crystal. who's not the stripper
0: I don't know so uh, what what I think is funny about us having this conversation and not being sure is that's basically what happens in real, real history. life.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's real history. He mm-hmm.
0: he was definitely there was some kind of cocaine thing and he just sort of laughed it off and said nobody will ever really know. And Who's they talk about say? how
1: Crystal will only talk about is only going to mention the foreign cocaine, but when they talk about it that way I'm like, "Oh, but she knows about the rest." Mm-hmm. Anyway, so it opens on the scene so that we get a great impression of Charlie. He, Mm -hmm. uh, in the middle of hanging out with strippers, asks them to turn up the television so that he can hear some politics happening.
2: Dan Rather is in a turban interviewing Afghans. Yes. Um,
1: Yeah. So he clearly also still cares a little bit about politics. Mm He's coded as slightly good if surrounded (laughs) by cocaine and
2: strippers. Yeah,
3: that's right.
1: Uh, He makes it back to Washington, I think.
2: Don't look at me. <laughs> well, I told you this yeah, wasn't going to go your well. Yeah. He starts to
1: get very concerned about what's going on in Afghanistan and Pakistan uh, with the Russians. While the TV. Yeah. While double he the, the budget, in he says. hot tub. And then he goes directly there to demand a
0: double budget, which so, is... A million versus I five. want to clarify two two things. Yes. One, they're in the hot tub. He sees the TV. It's Dan Rather in Afghanistan. He gets concerned. He suddenly says, I need to go to the
2: airport. Who who wants to go to the airport? That's where they <laughs> All do the, the cocaine. Strippers. Well, He's I want to clarify to something. This is 1980. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah, one piece fine. I'd like to modify. This does not take place in current day. Oh, and also they're in Las Vegas at the time. Yes. This is 1980. Uh, Prior to the Afghanistan war. Because he yes. leaves
1: the stripper on this great note of, Oh, are you all constituents of Las Vegas? Better vote. But he's Which, from Texas. Yes. 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 Which I am a Texan. I'm going to go ahead and put it out yeah. on the table. It felt like a very accurate depiction of me and life, <laughs> That I'm <grew> <laughs> an accurate. It's Texas. On. So he goes and he demands this doubling of the budget. And mm. then he's hanging out with another woman who we are not really properly introduced to, who's kind of his on off girlfriend, and they're kind of having this sexy scene. Mm. And then Julia Roberts calls him and was like, Thank you for doubling the budget. So it's Emily. I, I Blunt, was confused by because I thought, yeah, that was the daughter of the, the. I knew she was in it, but I never spotted and her. And she was the daughter of the con, the guy who co- uh, contributed to his campaign, who was upset about yeah. not being yes. able to have the crush in front of. Oh, yes, the, okay. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, I forgot. House.
1: I forgot that scene yes. because they make it very clear that Charlie Wilson hires people uh, because you can quote unquote teach a woman to type, but you can't teach her to grow tits. Yes. That's, a,
0: that's a direct quote from the book.
1: I bet it's a direct quote from <laughs> him. I don't know if I had to guess. Yeah. Um, so we at least get that nice little snippet of how he feels about the lady. Well, they show a lot of his like wheeling and dealing because there's a scene I think that we skipped where um, Tip O'Neill sends um, an aide to tell Charlie that he wants to put him on the ethics committee. Oh, yeah, community. the ethics committee. And um, he's like, I don't believe in ethics. Or I forget who's. Accused.
2: Um, oh, um, it's something.
1: It's a very important person.
2: <laughs> yeah. Someone's accused of doing something unethical. unethical <laughs> speci- I think it's drugs specifically. And then they're like, we're going to expand this to include
1: right. Congress
2: people. So they wanted drugs. him on the
1: committee just to sort of have an extra cushion vote.
2: To mm-hmm. you know, Exonerate everybody, head, <laughs> to not make and a lot of
1: this you know jail. comes up later because of how many IOUs he gets yes. from places.
0: And he is it said when he that's when he asks to also be put on the board of the Kennedy Center. Kennedy yes, because <laughs> he <laughs> wants
1: tickets to take dates. Yeah, and he has a place to take his dates. Yeah. Yes, um, yes, he's great. <laughs> So Julia Roberts calls and is like, what's up? Thanks for doubling that budget. I am some random sixth wealthiest woman in Texas. Mm -hmm. Her Uh, name is Joanne. Super Mm -hmm. Christian Joanne. There's a high (laughs) probability I won't remember that through this. I've got it all here for you. Oh, there we go. I called her JR in all of my notes. (laughs) Um, So she calls and is like, hey, thanks for doubling the budget. Why don't you come on down and talk to me? Kind of. Uh, meanwhile, Emily Blunt falls asleep so then he doesn't get late and he's very upset about it.
2: I can't <laughs> believe this movie has Emily Blunt and Amy Adams. Oh, it is star studded. Oh, yeah. Amy Adams is his board. assistant.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. And she's like the only non scantily clad uh, woman. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say so there's this southern expression the A bigger the hair, the closer to God. Mm-hmm. And that feels very true of all of the women in this <laughs> office except for her.
0: Well, it is the 80s.
1: Also and they're fair. all from Texas. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you get to see a lot of cleavage of his secretaries, which is a little... <laughs> cool. <laughs> what are you go? Where is this sentence ending? These are people in, who have professional jobs, but part of their professional job is to unbutton a lot of their top buttons yeah. but the, mm. to be the attractive. Thing
1: is, at least in the movie, they all seemed very competent mm-hmm. at their positions. they
0: do yeah. so, Did you have something? notes? On? Don't worry. I did not. One have of them was. On. Oh, and oh. he calls her this too. One of jailbait. Jailbait. Yes. Jail oh. No. I, I did, did. have So I will also say these Ooh. notes are like half
1: <laughs> opinion, half notes, but I definitely. <laughs> touch on that because I'm like nah it's not
3: okay no, that's weird <laughs>
1: uh, so he goes down and meets Julia Roberts uh, and she's in the middle of throwing some sort of fundraiser for this specific issue um, in regards to the whole
0: Russian Soviet
1: Union Cold War situation that was mm-hmm. happening
0: uh, and we should probably remind people that we used to not like communism in Russia, the Soviet Union. <laughs> Wait, now <laughs> it's Russia's a mixed bag. Russia into our government, you're saying? Yeah.
1: Um, and she's also just in the middle, of, and the details they decided to really emphasize in this movie I was caught by, because she's in the middle of, they call them slave girls, quote unquote, but she's essentially auctioning off young, uh beautiful women for They're money. For, students, charity, for charity. For charity yes. for this exact issue. Which like okay. Amy Adams
2: says, I'm not a slave girl, yeah. but then she's like, Get me a drink anyway. <laughs> she's like, okay. <laughs> Yokey, okay. She's like, how
1: nice for you. Get me a cocktail. Yeah. 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 Oh, and it was such a good it was it's a powerful salty <laughs> line. A salty line. Um so then she's like and BT Dubs, already booked you a flight. We're headed there next week. Or you are. She goes later, but he goes this time. But they have sex first. Go to Paco. Oh yeah, because he says that there's three reasons he's gonna take this on. Um, a because or specifically with her is because a she can raise the money, mm-hmm. uh, b she's intelligent, and c she's a great and attractive lay. And <laughs> make sure that that is number
0: three. So well, at least it wasn't number one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really just on the list, like, nice. was like <laughs> in no particular order. <laughs> and you, we never see her husband, but she's she, no, married. We do. We do. Oh, we Later
1: do. in the movie, she's laying in bed next to him when she's having the conversation. Uh, we uh, missed that he was married. She was married yes. the whole he he movie. They so, call her Misses
0: Whatever. Yeah, the whole he topic. is
1: not. He's not. Okay. He's just got all, these, all his ladies, all ladies.
0: Okay, sure. Yeah, funds. so he's gonna go hey. meet the president of Pakistan. Yeah,
1: and so he goes, uh, and it's going okay. But uh, what they've established essentially is Pakistan is losing the losing the war because they are not being given the funds to actually buy appropriate equipment for Afghanistan. the war? Afghanistan's and, losing the uh, war. Pakistan is getting the is refugees. Gonna,
2: yes, and. Charlie Wilson is established as a dummy at this point. Because he, like, does not understand anything that's going on or what's cultural, like, what's appropriate there. And he really kind of doesn't care. He's like,
1: hey, can I have some booze even though it's 10 a.m.? And he's like, no, this is the president's building. We don't have booze here. And then (laughs) it's shown (laughs) that Amy Adams is not covering her head in any Mm -hmm. way in the same scene. So they're just very, very blind of cultural norms.
2: But the president's like, you're an idiot. But why don't you stop at the refugee camp?
1: Yeah. Well, and prior to that, they also specifically demand, Pakistan demands that uh, the money and the arms have to flow through them, Yeah. just like as part of their agreement to be able to help with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then he goes to the refugee camps, mm-hmm. and then he's really touched by it. And he's like, oh, all these children, which felt like a very cheap way to do it on all of us, and probably him, <laughs> but still after it. Yeah, sure. Uh, and, Maybe. like, they, we find out that the Russians, the Soviet Union, has been using toy bombs, essentially. So, bombs that look specifically like toys or like candy and uh, mm. are targeting children so that the adults have to be busy taking care of them instead of fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, people are very desperate. That's what this line says
2: in my, my
1: notes. People desperate for aid against Russians.
2: I think it... Around this point, we get introduced to Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes, he's introduced very early, right but he doesn't show up till kind of later. Yeah,
1: he's introduced in a way where he throws a window that <sighs> he, is being replaced. Yeah, uh, he a hammer. But so we drop into the CIA. That was his organization, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I was unsure if he was CIA or FBI.
0: Gust of Akatos. You know all the names. But like I'm it so sounded impressed. like avocados yes. whenever somebody said <laughs> it. Yes. that will be his name for the rest yeah. of this. All right. <laughs> that's all did, it's no, stick. that is I think that's how it's pronounced. The reason I say avocados is because I was reading I was reading the book that this movie's based on and that's how I read it. But did every you read time, the
2: book all the way through? I didn't read it all the way through. Because oh, I realized
0: shave. I realized as I was reading it, for this to have any use to me, I would have to understand what's going on in Afghan, Afghanistan. And I don't, so mm-hmm. there's really no point in my reading this book. Um, but yeah, I, I read it as avocados, but it's avocados.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is great. <laughs> anyway, so we meet avocado earlier. He's <laughs> really <laughs> angry that he hasn't been given a very specific assignment. He's been like learning
0: Polish for it. Polish. That's also reflective of what Charlie Wilson does in this movie that you said avocado because his name is Gust with a T at the yeah. end, but Charlie calls him him Wilson calls him, him Gus the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Poor it's avocado. <laughs> um then as charlie's leaving we cut to him having a conversation with somebody from the cia where they're spe- very specifically like we just don't want to draw attention to this like that's why we can't fund better that we was when be he was still
0: in, in the yes yeah,
1: so he leaves the refugee camps and it's the next scene that they cut to um and i was not sure if they'd flown home yet or not but either way the cia was like no no you can't no, be involved no money <laughs> Yeah, it's a Cold War for a reason. It can't be seen coming from us. Right,
0: and they, is, is that also where he mentioned that they were trying, to, basically trying to make it Russia's, or the Soviet Union's Vietnam?
1: That was later. That yeah. was That's when Gus comes to explain it to him. Um, okay. Which is a whole scene I left out <laughs> of <on> my notes. <laughs> oh, it's a great scene. Um, oh, so there's definitely something that happens in the middle, but my next note is about this story that Charlie Wilson tells in order to, I think make us feel more sympathetic towards him but he's talking about when he's a 13 year old um Mm -hmm. and he wasn't paying super close attention so i wrote this next part in parentheses oh Uh, i like this
2: story but
1: he gets involved in this election uh and ends up this is the part i'm sure is true of the story so he ends up getting very involved, realizing the black communities in his neighborhood Let me, aren't voting. Yeah, Let let's, just let's t- tell the the, the
0: the part before that. The I thing think that he killed stimulated. his dog. Yeah. His neighbor. Okay. That's his neighbor I wasn't sure about. Yes, his neighbor weird. Get, put glass into his dog's dog food, yeah. and the dog yeah. dies, and he becomes very angry at his neighbor who is running for office.
1: So I heard the story, and I, so my brain, that is what's written down <laughs> with the question <laughs> mark, and I was like, there's no way that oh, he yes. decided to change a political election based off of this one it? but apparently yeah. it is, because no, he killed he does. His dog. Yeah. And he's 13. Yeah, he's 13 at the time, which apparently means he has a, either is a farmer's farmer's license. license, yes, he, he uh, So he ends up driving 96 black voters, um, to go vote that day, even though they historically don't, and the election was only like 400 voters, um, and he ended up de this guy by like 16 votes. 16 votes?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so they say in the movie. But yeah, yeah.
1: he t- he told, every time he dropped them off, he would say, I don't mean to influence your vote, but this guy killed my dog. Yeah, but yeah. BT dubs, dead dog. <laughs> that so, story
0: is told in the book, so that's one of the yeah. reasons I can remember that yeah. story. It
1: just seemed so outrageous when it was suddenly plopped into the movie that I was like, there's no way it's about a dead dog, yeah. and it was. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I believe it.
2: 100% believe that's real. <laughs> yes. Look at our current president. Look at what he's done. <laughs> he's done just as bad a stuff.
1: That isn't, yeah. Agreed. Well, um, I think... Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, um, I think it's important to note that at this point... Charlie seems to be motivated by the children that he saw and the yes. like, poor yeah. sort of circumstances, whereas Joanne, Julia Roberts' character, is very much motivated by Jesus. being an anti-communist, being pro-Christian, right. like really wanting to push back the heathens from Afghanistan because it is like the Christian, it's important to get the Christian message but out the, there. But they're Muslims. Right, no, she doesn't doesn't make she doesn't make a super like compelling (laughs) position, but like she wears her cross when she visits guys. that's enough to convert people. There is
0: the the author of the book whose name I can't remember, of course, goes into great length about how much Charlie Wilson hated communism
2: and why it
0: started. You know, during World War II, he you know he was a little boy, but he would be look out on the you know he would be looking out to see if the Germans were about to bomb them. Yeah. And but yeah, this
1: movie does not make that explicit at no. all. They have one line, but if you're not if you're not paying attention with those subtitles, you lose it. But uh, when he's first meeting Julia Roberts, where Amy Adams is like, "These folks are like super hard right. They're ultra right wing. They're not your normal people. Why are you doing this?" And that's the only time it's really alluded to. And he's uh, apparently he describes himself as a liberal, he- even though he's. Not. not but so i mean he's somewhat
2: secular in the way at least in the movie yeah where he kind of undercuts any of the religious stuff that other people do although he's willing Ish. to go along with it he
1: has some hesitation because apparently um he is very much so elected by quote-unquote jewish money right yes. and when uh, that's the, the only hesitation he seems to show when
2: yeah. the constituent comes to say i need to put up a i need to be allowed to put mm. up a crash crash He's like, just put it up down the block at the church. It's all fine. Yeah. And the guy's like, no, I don't want to I do that. I need it at he's the like, firehouse.
1: I need it on public I don't. Care.
2: He's like, kind of like, I don't care. Like he's kind of like, yeah, too bad, dude.
1: Yeah. So I
3: don't
0: know how accurate that is because yeah, right.
2: he's That's Tom Hanks, a Republican from, from- Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Texas.
0: Yeah. as far as the as far as the money from Jewish contributors is concerned. That I did read that part of the book. That's true, and I'm that sure. is true. He was very uh, supportive of Israel, and so he got a lot of support mm-hmm. from Jewish. Uh, contributors was he he a religious fellow no okay Mm -hmm. he is he's pretty i mean he's a movie character in this movie but from the description of the 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 way that the author describes him basically he just really was a womanizer he was an alcoholic but oh, he really loved history. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what you see, you see him in the movie. Who and, doesn't? <laughs> well, it's kind of, there's a scene in the movie where, you know, he's at a party and he, he's always looking for a drink, right? Yes. But then somebody says something yeah. about who's, you know, what's going on here or there internationally, and he immediately has answers Oh, he for knows. Everything. In, in oh, yeah. the movie, he knows everything.
2: He's clearly yeah.
1: aware. He just also doesn't seem to be bothered enough to do much of anything. Usually. Well, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't mean anything to him. He doesn't need to. His no. constituents are yeah. clearly very non-demanding <laughs> of him. So he's yeah. great. Gun, what he does he, he say? Guns favors. and...
2: What was the other thing he said? Uh, low taxes. Yep. Guns and low, and low taxes. taxes.
1: And he can otherwise vote pretty much on whatever, which is mm-hmm. how he gets all the favors that yeah. he accrues. Yeah. Uh, yeah he's he's yes. pretty <laughs> well let's but, turn oh, about the cia. Avocado. so the CIA even gives him a fancy bottle of whiskey I think yes. I'm not a whiskey
2: drinker so I guess scotch it's a that. bottle of scotch like, yeah like a single malt scotch, scotch
1: is just fancy which I thought whiskey. was
2: I only thought that was interesting because I'm like that dude wouldn't like scotch he's from Texas shouldn't he like bourbon no oh, and yeah. he's
0: drinking a specific bourbon the whole time yeah I, I can't remember what it is it's a recognizable
2: one that was the only reason I noticed it's like does he like scotch? Right. It was like Talisker. That's not it like a, a, a It was
0: like a known expensive scotch. Yeah,
2: but it's bugged, So, it so Don't worry
1: about <laughs> it. It's such a funny scene.
0: scene. Yeah, that is a funny scene. Um. So then, because he's the, in trouble, it's the scene where the cocaine charges. Come
1: yes. Along,
2: so. Rudy so, Giuliani um, is. He
1: is meeting Avocado for the first time, mm-hmm. and <laughs> he sends him out of the room for a minute. And Avocado has given him this fancy bottle so that he can bug the room. That mm-hmm. we don't know this yet. Um, and so then all of his beautiful female staff all rush in and they're like, hey, NBC is about to drop this story on how (laughs) you have been hanging out with strippers doing cocaine. Mm -hmm. Um, and long story short, that doesn't really come to fruition all that much, but, Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman bursts back in. Well, he doesn't burst. He's invited back in. He's like, I know all the solutions to your problem.
2: Check with the Uh, woman driver. And
1: also, it'll be kind of helpful later on because we can use this as a distraction and everyone will be paying attention to this and not all Mm -hmm. the movement with the war efforts you're making. Yeah. Which does seem to hold up. No one seems particularly concerned about anything Charlie Wilson's doing. Well, he does also explain
0: that he can... He can't because he's on whatever, whichever one of the committees he's on. It's yeah, not the, the ethics a, the committee. The defense. yes, defense right. He can appropriate as an unlimited amount yeah, of money, money and not tell the con, not tell Congress what it's for specifically. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And this is when oh, Avocado explains that the reason the CIA didn't want to take the money was because they wanted to sort of bleed the Soviet Union dry, um, and they didn't care that it came at the expense of. Afghani lives. Yeah. Yes. Um,
0: so
2: that's why the guy didn't want to yeah,
1: sort of get involved. Get involved. And he was like, but I
2: will. So <laughs> <laughs> Right. Let's get them <laughs> armed. The idea is that the Afghanistan, they want to arm the Afghanistan rebels, but the rebels can't be caught with American weapons because that would be evidence that the U.S. is clearly helping In the world. rebels. Yeah. So what they need to do is provide them with Soviet weapons that could be realistically believed to have, captured, to have been yeah. captured so the israel army has russian-made weapons so they're going to make a arms deal with israeli weapons dealers to have money, have weapons transferred to the pakistan's who will be transferred to the afghan rebels there it it's is so simple
1: but it's also interesting because Charlie flies out a stripper friend of his to do some belly. Well, she might not be a stripper. It's not. But, but it's not. It's not belly dancing. Either. Just, it's just yes. stripping. <laughs> she comes out to give a, a belly dancing show to one of I think the Egyptian the because yeah. it has always been her dream, quote right. unquote. It's so simple. But like it just it keeps like stressing that it has to be these unconventional methods, which is like right. why the belly dancer comes yeah. and like only Charlie oh. could do this. Even yeah. Uh, yeah, the only. Israeli guy who was in the room for that. Is, like, this isn't any kind of belly dance I've ever seen. <laughs> yes,
3: <laughs> it's delightful.
1: It's delightful. Um, so then while Julia Roberts has been helping orchestrate all this, she's also been catching more and more flack for all of her religious beliefs that are bleeding into it and is essentially told to chill on that. Yeah,
3: cut that which out. Which
1: she does the opposite of, which is doesn't seem to hurt anybody in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but is, I noticed, because it's the one woman involved being told to yeah. Just quiet yourself, yeah, little take, lady. Yeah, take it easy, lady. <laughs> yeah, speak when spoken to. Uh, oh, and this is when that great scene comes up. So they're starting to make all this progress. Meanwhile, they're having all this NBC story stuff happening. And this mm-hmm. wonderful scene occurs in a bar where Charlie finds out that Crystal, apparently, mm-hmm. uh, is only going to tell them about the international cocaine and that cocaine none is. of the limo drivers are going to talk. Yeah. Uh, And everybody's super celebratory. And Charlie, in the midst of this celebratory uh, moment, points to one of his four women from his office, goes, hey, jailbait, let's get out of (laughs) here. And then she just disappears from the scene with him, which then, as Julia Roberts is leaving less than two minutes later, walks by the rest of the women and under her breath calls them all sluts.
0: It's a yeah. very good movie for women. Which, which occurred right after uh, avocat- avocatos. Avocados <laughs> avocado. makes the moves on Joanne. Yeah. Did we
3: say
1: that he was played by Philip Seymour Hoffman? Philip Seymour Hoffman. Just making yeah. sure.
0: Because at first that's all I was calling
1: him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had that one down. I was like, oh, nope, he died during the Hunger Games uh, filming, so I remember. It's one of those faces. Yeah. There aren't a lot of them. Did but... we talk about how um, uh, Charlie has to negotiate with the head of the appropriations committee uh oh I think his right name doc is yeah. long or something doc, like that oh yeah uh, doc long i yeah. think that's right uh, uh, played by long. uh
0: and and he uh <laughs> that guy from superman please. and he doesn't
1: want to sort of grant this uh he money like he says he says you know doubling it from five to 10 million is no big deal but 35 million you know that's, that's too much. real money it's a so they have to fly him out to pakistan to see the same refugees yeah, that Charlie did. and Julia did.
2: Roberts' character is... She and she this really... This
1: is when she really Jesuses it up. Yeah, and is she, like, yes. and you're their savior. If you give this money, like, these people have been waiting for you and your help. And why don't you give them a speech? And he delivers this very, like, fire and brimstone,
2: yes. you know... Well, God, God will
1: smite the evil, and U.S. will always be on the side of good. And they talk
2: about a female prisoner in Pakistan who's been arrested mm. for fornication. Oh, yes, right. she, she's blind, yeah. she, she was, was raped. raped, and she's in jail. And one of the agreements is that if Doc Wong goes along with his appropriations, the Pakistani president has to pardon this blind woman. We'll yeah, right. get
1: her out of jail since essentially she's only
0: been assaulted. Yeah, so Charlie arranges
1: that just he her release violent. so yes. that Doc will go along with the
0: vote. And there's at the end of the scene where he gives the speech they start chanting God is great Yep, and he joins Ryan. Yeah, yeah he does. There's mm-hmm. so cultural they're so, they're <laughs> so culturally There is so much movie. going on in this it's movie.
1: It's so nice. Um, I, that seems like a good moment to also just mention how uh, very light in complexion all of the Pakistani and Afghani
2: uh, extras were. Oh, definitely.
1: Very, very light. Uh, across the board.
2: I mean... I don't know yeah. what Afghanistan people pretty, are like.
1: They're caramel. Yes, but these people weren't. There was like hmm. a good third of them where I was like, you might just be a very dirty white person. <laughs> <laughs> I could think that might be what's happening.
2: I mean, the only real person of color who's a character in this movie is the Pakistani president. Yes. He's the his only one and his, and his assistants. And, and his people. Yeah, but they don't... One of them I
0: recognize <laughs> yeah. from something, but I couldn't remember. Yeah, yeah. So one of
2: them has been in a lot of things. Yeah. Right. But I, they they don't... I looked
0: him up at the time.
2: They don't have a lot of play... There People of color do not have a lot of positions in this movie. I remember
0: one. Oh. He's in The Dictator. That's one of the things. Did you he's see the dictator? I have not seen the dictator, but spoiler alert: no, not I'll <laughs> spoiler it at the end. Huh? Okay. Oh? okay. <laughs> we will come back to the
2: dictator later. We're back okay. Quick. Don't worry.
0: My notes have gotten We're we gonna watch the
2: dictator because I hope. Oh, oh.
3: That's a spoiler.
2: <laughs> well, who knows? Right Maybe. <laughs>
1: um. So. The guy whose name I've already forgotten is won over by seeing the refugees and getting involved in this
2: impassioned
1: speech.
0: Doc Long. The guy from um, what's that? Ghostbusters. (laughs) Oh, Deliverance. Batman. Yes. I gotcha. I'm
2: with you. You guys. Oh boy. Let's move on. Let's move on from
1: the scene. Uh, it's about to get very short because of these notes. We're so Essentially, to cleared for the money times like a million. They end yeah, up getting five hundred, half a billion dollars. Yeah, five hundred million. Um, yeah. which is way more than the ten million of the goal. Uh, and Charlie's like, okay, but then can we do this? And this bothers me, but we'll get to that. (laughs) Uh, Then Charlie has this nice little scene in which he's like, I'm glad we did all these things, but can we also build a school? It's going to come back to bite us. Uh, Over like 40% of the population. No! (laughs) (laughs) Afghanistan is under 14, and so this is really going to be bad.
2: All the crazies have come back in.
1: And they're essentially like, no, it was supposed to be covert. We can't do any of this. No, 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 you're wrong. Yeah, uh, and that's the end of the movie. Then they quote him on this like quote in which he was like, "Yeah, we had great intentions and it was great, but we really finished it off. We fucked it up pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we fucked up the and
2: end." And this movie came out in two thousand and seven. So th- I remember seeing this movie, being like, "Oh, this is the Afghan War has just Afghanistan War has just started. Like we've been here for a whole lot of years. Oh boy." <laughs> Well, I mean inside. and the movie
1: takes place over almost the entire decade. It's you know
2: yeah, right it's a long war. And it's what? 10 years later and we're still learning. So that is
1: not apparent by the timeline at all and I'm a little embarrassed oh it's because it as a human, oh so but... there's a lot of like war footage interspersed in this yes. movie. and so um, as that war footage is going they giving the tallies of like how many helicopter Russian helicopters and mm-hmm. they you know knock down and it'll say like, spring of 87 uh, this many helicopters The movie recently. starts in
2: 1980 although the movie does not make that clear yeah oh
1: no I think it's in 1980 at the that's very like, a like that,
2: there's a cue card I didn't movie. catch that oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so
0: that's yeah interesting. So it's interesting it's surreal. the same year that this book Gabriel <laughs> over the White House is supposed to take place <laughs> that's right there is um, and
1: I guess this isn't a super important plot point but at some point there's some questions about whether or not the funding is going to continue because I don't remember if Doc Long died or if he retired or something happened to him no. but the guy who took over his position was the guy who was originally brought up on ethics Charges that Charlie had voted for to Ooh, let go, and he's like, "So don't worry, really. we've got we've got his vote because I voted for him." So it's all did the it like politics. Nope, not yeah. So that's why mm-hmm. that was important mm-hmm. to yeah. like mention at the beginning. That is helpful. Uh, that is why they have that scene at yes. all. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm not good at recognizing faces. <laughs> I did not. Yeah, well, it. we it's never we exciting. never see him. They oh, just, just mention it. Just he's like, "Oh, I voted you know for him when he was you know when he came before the ethics committee."
2: See. and that's charlie
1: wilson's war <laughs> the movie, movie. It's not real life oh and then he gets a commendation from oh, the so yeah, no. it opens services. on that sorry it's i was wrong CIA it doesn't opens open and closes <laughs> 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 it opens with this very emotional scene of his commendation and he's the first <laughs> civilian to ever receive it uh and yeah it right. doesn't it that's
0: just, how the book starts actually is with him that. going to get this award from the cia and so he gets to go into the compound that no civilians are ever allowed to go into. Except to Joanne's this. there too, Joanna. <laughs> she's
3: special.
0: She's,
1: yeah. She, she she's gets got where that she money. needs to go. She gets where she needs to go. Even if she's got terror. It was a very entertaining means. movie. I really enjoyed it. Well, I struggled. I struggled a lot. I thought it was very funny. It I laughed was, yes. a lot during. It was this directed
0: movie. by Aaron Sorkin. It was no, written by Aaron Sorkin. No, no, it was not directed by Aaron Sorkin. No, it was directed by some. I don't think I recognize the guy's name. I
2: didn't recognize the guy's name, but when I looked up what he directed, he's directed this was the a lot last movie he directed. But he's directed a lot of huge movies. He directed
0: oh. The Graduate. For
2: oh, oh, yes. Seen that. So he's a big shot director, but this was the last movie he ever did.
0: Did he direct Doctor Strangelove?
2: No, Why that's did that come um, up in my mind. Because I Just mentioned it earlier. Gotcha. Here, I will tell you what he directed. This is directed <laughs> by Mike Nichols. He is the director of. Hold on, I have to scroll through this. Oh, uh, I. What about
0: one of the Odd Couple? The
2: cuckoo's nest? Mm, okay. uh, Uncle Vanya, the comedian, oh, really? Annie, The Gin Game. Uh, Wait, Annie like mm-hmm. Little Orphan Annie? Little Orphan oh, Annie. Classic. Um, let me s- skip ahead a little bit. Spam a lot. Oh really? <laughs> The of, is oh, small. I'm looking at his his director, O'Brien. The Death of a Salesman. All right, Catch Twenty Two. Oh. Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? Mm-hmm. The Graduate. Uh, Biloxi Blues. The Birdcage. Primary Birdman. Colors.
0: Did he do Birdman? No, no,
2: no that no. was Charlie Wilson's War was the last movie he ever directed. Oh,
0: the guy who did the it's costumes. The for. But The
2: Birdcage and Primary Colors are both. Movies you'd be familiar yeah. with. The guy
0: who did the costumes for Charlie Wilson's War did the costumes for Birdman. That's, that's, okay. why that,
2: that's why. That's why. Also, Catch-22, of The Graduate, and Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. Also, famous movies. Yeah. <laughs> and twice, in some situations.
1: Yeah. I think people would enjoy watching the movie
2: if they saw it. I liked it, even still, but watch, I watched it when it came out on DVD, and now watching it again, I'm like... Oh, he's a Charlie Wilson is a creep. He's yes. a bad guy. Gotcha. No no. <laughs> I did not at all like when I watched the the movie when not I was a teenager, I was like Look at
3: that
1: wheeling and dealing Yeah, right. Item. I was like, what a
2: what a goofy fun dude and now I'm like, oh Right, that would have been horrible to work for him. Like, well, like he's a terrible how person. Well,
1: they set up the first scene and the music with it, it's very, very clear to the audience that you're supposed to be like, oh, this guy is a little bit of a hero. And yeah, he's deeply flawed, but he he yeah. redeems yeah. himself. Right, no, they definitely really want to make him a hero. It's in another movie. white boy <laughs> redemption story. Yeah. So, I, I so.
2: so I'll, I'll maybe mention this later. So I was watching Lindsay Ellis' YouTube. Yes. You and yeah, Michael. Because
1: Lindsay Ellis is... Excellent. But and everyone should watch
2: her. One of the videos she talks about mis- the saving Mister Brooks and yes. about how Tom Hanks plays Walt Disney and tries to like soften the edges. Mister Banks, Mister hmm? Banks, yes. saving Mister Banks.
0: Who is the Who is the character in Mary Poppins? Poppin. Who is the bank? Oh. And in so the, banker, the dad, the yes. Banker.
2: And similar in this movie, it's Tom Hanks playing a character who probably should be a grosser dude, but yeah. because Tom Hanks is playing them, is like, oh, okay. Well, what cause... a cool dude. What a what a like what a just eccentric, cool guy. It means
1: well. Yeah, right. Yeah.
2: And it's like, yeah, in real life, that guy's trash. In <laughs> real
1: life, that guy's the kind of guy we're currently talking about in American politics a yeah. lot. Yeah. But this is the sort of like romanticized <laughs> yes, like, it is. version of it. And it's, well, really troubling. Yes, like, it, it makes is. it feel very glamorous and like the women didn't mind. They, they all love it. it. Everybody totally loves in. it.
2: Top to bottom. Everybody loves Charlie
1: Wilson. I've always enjoyed being called jailbait, and just you know, putting <laughs> it out there in my favorite nickname. I don't
0: know. Yeah, it was troubling.
1: Yeah.
2: But it was an entertaining movie. Yes. It
0: was. Very funny movie. It was. Um, but isn't that kind of the problem? I mean if you think Yes. That, I mean the it's the a we... problem. That we can be charmed by a character who is doing these things. That's exactly why we're in the... Why we're we're we like... But "But it's a good watch. And that's what's
1: troubling about it is... It felt like the message that this movie was trying to send was like... What he did was the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. Um, We should have intervened. (laughs) We should have intervened this way. And everything would have been fine if people had just continued to listen to him and you know funded the schools and the hospitals and the infrastructure and things like that he's the one with But all it's the definitely way more complicated than yeah. that. Oh, we didn't even get to that where um Gust tells him the story about the Zen master. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um do you want to... No. You, you brought <laughs> it up. It's all you. <laughs> so he tells Charlie this story. He first tries to tell him in his office when they keep getting interrupted with the cocaine yeah, scandal. Yeah, it. And then later when things seem to be going well with um, their war efforts, he tells him the story about a Zen master where there's a, a boy in a village who gets a horse for a present. And all the villagers are like, wow, what a fortunate pres- present. And the Zen master says, we'll see. And then the boy is riding the horse and he gets thrown from it and breaks his leg. And all Mm -hmm. the villagers are like, oh no, what an unfortunate accident. And the Zen master says, we'll see. And then a war breaks out and all the young men are conscripted into the army, except the boy can't go because he has a broken leg. And all the villagers say, oh, what a fortunate thing. Mm -hmm. And the Zen master says, we'll see. And he's sort of trying to tell Charlie (laughs) um, in a not so subtle way, we don't know how this is going to turn out in the long term, you know, that we're arming these rebels against the Soviet Union. Because, spoiler alert, it didn't turn out great, you guys. And, like, when you distribute guns like that, you can't just be like, oh, time (laughs) to give them all back. War's over. War's done.
0: Part of it was that, I mean, we weren't allowed, they didn't know that we were helping them. Yeah, That is an very covert. covert, Right. (laughs) It was covert and it had to go through Pakistan, so Mm -hmm. the Afghanis didn't know that America was actually helping them win this war. And then... The war's over. And and the they're Taliban just,
1: shows up. Yeah, or... they're
0: just left to their own devices. We, They deny him the ability to go in and say, Here comes America to help you now. Let's build a school. Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's, let's repair
2: all the destroyed infrastructure. Right. So
0: then they blame us, and then we have 9 no, 11. Day, the 9/11. <laughs> yeah,
2: the current. Continuing politics.
0: politics. So, anyway.
1: Yeah. yeah. That happened. <laughs> <laughs> so smooth. Yeah, so yeah. subtle of the message. But yeah, so that's why this movie was sort of troubling because they threw in a little bit of that. But I think overall they really sort of, I think, came down on the side that what Charlie did was the correct thing to do and he was kind of heroic and I it think was troubling. They did a lot of I memorizing. Think, I it. think they made
0: a fiction of it, actually. They, ma- they took the story and made Mr. Smith Goes to Washington mm. out of it instead of it being accurate or, you know...
2: In reality, this movie should have been dark. Yeah, yeah. Yes, because <laughs> what actually happened was bad. Was, at, very, at the very least, even if you consider what he did in Afghanistan good, very violent. Yeah. Was a terrible thing, but maybe had a beneficial outcome, and then definitely did not have a beneficial outcome yeah. in the long run. I think that one of the problems with this movie is that, that I caught watching it now as an adult uh he treats women terribly
3: mm-hmm.
2: and the movie does treats this as a joke throughout the whole movie
1: he literally sexually harasses his he, employees he has, he harasses day, his employees nobody mentions the
2: men. scene with julie roberts is especially troubling because this is an outside person yep. a woman who does not work in his office what's her opinion on the people who work with him they're sluts yeah. and that's,
1: and that's it, and, it. and it's not
2: like right she in. says it and they're like they respond to it anyway. Nothing happens of chuckle in the movie. it
1: off, and that's about it.
2: She's that's mean to them about their position that. in his office, and then the movie just leaves that as like, that's Which is weird, like,
1: because she definitely uses her sexuality yes, to yeah. get what she wants. It's, well, and other young women's, like, with that. Yeah. Her with character is a joke, she too. Having. Yeah. Like, so. her character
2: is a joke. His employees' characters are all jokes. The only people who Bonnie are, is
1: really the only one who seems sort of respectable
2: but not but the movie undercuts that as best it can which is mm-hmm. that she is respectable but when she confronts julia roberts about like hey i don't do this she's like she gets yes you, you are with, yeah, and then do, she does it like, anyways uh, yeah like the movie it's doesn't really patronizing doesn't even take one second to be like have any mm-hmm. other character be like Hey Charlie, this is a shitty way to be. Well, and they also
1: undercut her very early on when they're having that ethics committee conversation, in which she is talking about why do you read the news before it's really out, and he's yeah. like, "So I can be more informed than everybody else is, mm-hmm. um, yeah. including you." And she's like, "Fair okay. enough, okay, <laughs> that yeah. seems true." And it's clear she's very, very informed throughout the movie;
2: yeah. like she's she's on top of it. But when I saw this movie in two thousand and eight eight probably when it was on dvd i was like this is what a fun movie and interesting and now i'm like what a fun movie and interesting but oh that's gross (laughs) this is really gross when i have to look on twitter and everything is about men in power victimizing people it's like oh yeah yep there it is (laughs) this is it
1: yeah, women are know. means to an end. Yeah, in this movie, Exclu-
2: Almost there are no strong female characters across the board in this. Well, I
1: not, think they, I think they try to make stories. Joanna, but like it's not I don't really. I do
2: not really. What, I don't think she, it passes the Bechdel test. She's
1: given no, no,
2: no women two talk. women no. talking. No. I mean,
1: she ordered the drink from she Bonnie. Did. She did. It was yeah. a shitty interaction. I she guess. She saw I those guess, other guess so. Thoughts, <laughs> so oh Thank she you. talked she talked to the oh, no, she calls them sluts yeah passes the mechdel test they didn't talk the back so <sighs> i don't know if it counts as a conversation it no yeah. right. i think
0: the only one is the drink where yeah. she orders the martini mm-hmm.
2: and that what an ugly scene that is yeah.
0: and then we see amy adams drinking it because meanwhile she goes upstairs yeah. and makes her own cocktail which by the way was very troubling <laughs> to me because the cocktail
1: words. shaker like clearly had ice in it and was all prepared for her and i was like where did this come from? Where did yeah, this... what is, is he this... doing?
2: Is this just
0: waiting for her? <laughs> does, <laughs> does she have a <laughs> Don't drink that. It's all water. Yeah. All water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that reminds me. So who puts a towel on her at the at the swimming pool? I think it may be the only African-American that appears in this mm. movie. Oh, yeah. There's no
2: people of color except the next yeah. president. There's no, no, any... no.
0: There's a black man at the swimming pool. Well, okay. There's no characters with a character. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't Does he not? Yeah, probably doesn't. Well, but it, he says anyway. I say, I Here's your towel, us. sir. But there are some characters in this movie that are... Uh, that are sort of resemble characters in Gabriel over that White House. Sure. Like, Pendy sort of reflective. Amy Adams yeah. character is sort of like Pendleton or Pendle, whatever her name Pendleton. is. Pendleton. Pendy. Um, and I
2: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Losing your momentum. I mean, yeah. I'll do that to you. I do think it's interesting. So I I probably plugged this before. There's a book I've read or read mostly called The War The Way of the Knife which is a very long book, um, but it's about... It's written in 2014. It's about the CIA's um, change from being no... I don't know how to say... No military presence to having a military arm between 2000... Well, like 1990 and 2010, the CIA becoming militarized, which in certain times... Many times in history has not had a military arm because it's an intelligence agency. Um, But a lot of that book is... Uh, around pakistan because the way that we've treated pakistan has been at times very terrible because they have as their regime has changed have been like we do not want an american military presence here or we only want it under these structures and george bush jr and also obama made it at, at times we're like i don't care we're just gonna run bombing planes over your country and you can deal with it Um, And I thought that was interesting in the context of this movie where Charlie Wilson is working with the Pakistan president, and the movie ends with really no clear, like, the movie doesn't end with any sort of conversation about what Pakistan's position on this end. But eventually, how
1: they end up, particularly. (laughs) Like, it's like, oh, he got the deal, that's all that matters.
2: In my understanding, at least for me in this book, is that eventually Pakistan gets sick of us using them as a Go between. N- go between yeah. with the Afghans who are becoming increasingly, like, radicalized and eventually says, Americans, don't, don't come back here, and we do anyways, and just yeah. say, tough. Like, what are you going to do about it?
1: That sounds about right. Yeah,
2: right. <laughs> like, it does not end well for them at all. Um, but so- the movie doesn't touch on that even in a little bit. Oops.
1: Modern day colonization, essentially. Yeah. Military colonization. There's a specific word for that. I'm really disappointed. I, don't know. I can't Imperialism remember. Imperialism right is now. a word. <laughs> no. I was thinking of I'm not gonna be able to think of it. But there's there's a word, and I know it exists, <laughs> and that's what matters at least right now.
2: I mean, in terms of author- authoritarianism and propaganda, at first I was like, eh, Charlie Wilson's War, I'm not sure. But the movie itself is propaganda. Yeah, right, it's right. anti-Afghanistan so. war propaganda in some ways, but it is 100% propaganda for Charlie Wilson and what he did.
0: The book is, too. The book is very pro-Charlie Wilson. Do
1: we know um,
0: much about the author and their background? He was with Charlie Wilson much okay. of the time. There was he go. like worked on there staff or go. something? He was like a journalist okay. but he's very left-leaning journalist who um, I did or? find I, I was looking for anything that said anything about that kind of discussed the movie as propaganda because it seems like propaganda. Oh yeah. You, oh, have, you watch 100%. Know, clear. it. 100%. Very much like West Wing style and Mr. Smith goes to Washington. It's style. not exactly He's liberal. He's the West
1: Wing is propaganda, and I really 100% just think that's true for the television. By, pro-
0: by propaganda, what I'm thinking is that, that hyper-patriotic... Uh, yeah rhetoric right? right yep we you <laughs> see that in yeah. mr smith goes to washington and we see it in the west wing when there's lots of speeches you keep saying S- mr
2: smith goes to washington that is so before our time i've <laughs>
0: seen it yeah, you must yeah, be familiar with
2: mr smith goes i'm to familiar washington. with it but i'm just saying that that is west wing is mr smith goes well, to washington okay. what about um,
0: what about lisa simpson goes to washington sure. which is the same story <laughs> as mr smith goes to washington yeah uh,
2: sure no i, I hear you <laughs> In fact,
0: she tries to go to, she goes to, that. he talks about uh, Lisa Simpson goes to Washington in this book. <laughs> in your book. After he talks about Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Do you want to say what the name of the book is? I, I think I did before, but it's called Seeing the Bigger Picture, and it's about uh, American and in- international politics and in film and popular culture. Mm. And the reason that I got it was because there's several references to Gabriel over the White House in it, and I wanted to see, you know, kind of what that was about. Mm. Um... But anyway, when I'm saying propaganda, I mean, part of the purpose of propaganda is to make you feel something so Mm -hmm. that you agree with a Mm -hmm. policy or somebody's ideology. Right. That's what Gabriel over the White House was created to do. And this movie, Charlie Wilson's War seems very much Mm -hmm. along the same lines and and Mm -hmm. as does the West Wing. It's like it's meant to stir your patriotism so that you mm. go out and vote. Or... It is the most
1: patriotic I feel. <laughs> <Yep. 100%. laughs> Being real honest, it is. I go to protests. No, I patriotic otherwise, but The West Wing is—it's definitely what it gets me. Yeah, that <laughs> always will be. It's like,
2: oh, this is what it should be like. <laughs> it really should. Mm. Tell CJ me, Craig, should... where are you? Yeah, right.
1: Well, and even oh no, I'm not well, going to be able to think of her name.
2: The West Wing is not a Donna No,
1: CJ Craig. Yes, yes.
2: (laughs) The West, The West Wing, and Charlie Wilson's War, both written by Aaron Sorkin. Yes, which is amazing because I, I, it's been a long time since I watched The West Wing. Not that long, but when I watched it, I don't remember the female characters being written. Terribly oh, as garbage. So now and I'm complex, like, oh, I'm scared background. to watch it because I'm like, is it going to yeah, be CJ bad? I watched great. it in the
1: last two years. Okay, good. it's the okay. Female, yeah, the female characters are like <sighs> properly written and they're given background and they're given. Karen Turkin's
2: not always good about that. Mm-hmm. that. No, as he's a rarely ever Charlie a Wilson's record. War, or the Facebook movie, or oh, yeah. to be fair, uh,
1: that is that also might. based that, in yeah, was that might just be Mark Zuckerberg's terrible tech world. Stuff. Yeah, we're call it stuff. I'm
2: trying to think <laughs> what else Aaron Sorkin has written
1: recently. Oh, well, recently, I don't know, but I was gonna say tons Probably of stuff. Probably stuff, yeah, all, this <laughs> he did stuff a few all the stuff you've men He did Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. How are the he women in there? Sports America. night, can you tell I am a fan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. How are the women you in Studio 60? on the I Sunset think he did Strip. The American President too, right? With Michael yeah, Douglas. So, that's right. He really likes America, is what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. From <laughs> a very patriotic
0: yeah. fella. Just like Frank Capra.
1: That's right. You almost said (laughs) craft (laughs) rest.
2: That would be bad. But, I mean... How do you guys like this movie? Let's do that. I want to know what Charlie... Charlie Wilson's one. We have to do them both. We didn't say how we liked
0: people over the White House. Okay.
1: We also... So we... Can I bring up one other thing that they talk about in Gabriel in the White House? And it's mostly, or over the White (laughs) House, it's mostly just because I thought it was really, really precious that it happened. Uh, While he's outlawing all the various evil things in the world, Mm. he specifically (laughs) mentions death lasers. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just, I can't fathom what that's like still. It's so great. But I'm glad it's going to be outlawed in the New World. Yeah. It's glad it's covered. <laughs> yeah, I know, it sounds very, very dangerous. Only life lasers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, I'm characters. I'm pro life laser. <laughs> um uh Gabriel over the White House. I I don't think it was my least favorite movie we watched. No, there's still time. Um, <laughs> I I don't know if I would call it coherent. It probably thought it was coherent. Um I don't know. I I guess I sort of tracked what was going on. I don't know. <laughs> a plus, Stick I'm, I'm West Street. A plus, put on the back of the box. I don't know how to go that. it. I'm, uh, I'm meh about it. Okay. What kind of scale are we using? Whatever you want. I don't know how to go off your of scale. Math. What's between the put scale? One through ten. Go wow, it's got a whole range. <laughs> it's it's class.
2: Yeah,
3: you
1: asked me to rate it. I'm like, I'm One through ten.
2: That. Somewhere in there.
1: I feel like I was aware of what was going on most of the time, even if it wasn't. But did you... Clearly drawn out particularly uh, And I didn't hate it I felt I definitely felt more anger While watching Charlie Wilson's war this morning sure. And I was like in the middle of Self caring and pampering myself It was going to be hard to make me mad But I was not happy uh, So I'd give it a four.
3: Very good. Oh, cool. okay. the <laughs> yeah, they also yeah. had some
1: like really outdated and really, really wonderful at the same time special effects when they blew up that ship. Oh, that was great. cool. That's I what pushed that. it to like <laughs> I could watch this again probably and not be miserable. Yeah, I mean it's not yeah. something I would recommend to people, but if somebody told me they were gonna watch it, I'd be like, Oh, all right. Like <laughs> lava fun. geysers outside of like <laughs> coming out of the top of the ship somehow. Yeah. It's worth it for that alone.
3: Yeah.
1: And also, I can't hate a movie that ends with world peace as the solution. So <laughs> sure, that's pretty good, I'm too. In. We're going to demilitarize the whole world I'm in. It's <laughs> I... a five for that reason, actually.
2: I think I would put it into a four. I had an impossible time following the story of <laughs> Charlie... No. Nope. Gabriel over that White House. I understood what was happening scene to scene, but like, I didn't understand... There's no arc, so to speak. Yeah. The president became possessed and then died. Did some stuff and then died. And I didn't, like, there were really no Solved character. the depression and then died. Solved the depression. Also solved world peace. Well,
0: the depression was worldwide. So that was kind of the whole gist was just, let's yeah. solve this depression.
2: Again. I It was more interesting than some of the movies we've watched because you can see the parallels with economic issues today. We have an economic depression. We have a lot of unemployed people right now. Um, and there was also the scenes where he basically just set up an authoritarian government and held a military tribunal against the mafia and then executed him. And that was cool. That was interesting at the very least. Um, but I had a really hard time following like what the movie is trying to say. So not great. <laughs> All right.
0: I had high hopes for this movie because, or for Gabriel over the White House, because I had read a lot about it, so I knew that there were going to be some really fantastic things happening. Mm-hmm. So, and maybe my expectation was too high because, in actual, you know, the way that it was actually translated, translated, well, it wasn't
2: the it, 1980s in the movie.
0: No, it wasn't the 1980s. Um, and there was a lot of there was action in it, but it seemed like there was some. It was dead slow space in between mm-hmm. things happen yeah, yeah bad pacing so yeah. that was probably the thing that detracted from it the most because then there'd be an explosion or a warehouse would yeah. fall down <laughs> yeah. or they'd shoot a bunch of people in front shoot of the statue the of House. liberty <laughs> um that to me is pretty fantastic right there <laughs> yeah. i mean that was intentional they show them executing the gangsters and then they pan over to the statue of liberty and it's like what? Oh, what? America. <laughs> Is this irony or not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I had you know, I hoped for more. Um I'd give it a five. All
2: right, a <laughs> all all right, hot five. Yeah. Five out of five. Everyone says <laughs> <That's> <laughs> that
1: was not the scale i <laughs>
0: <did>. <laughs> so.
2: Well what about Charlie Wilson's War? Oh, let's do let's talk about that movie a little bit. Um,
0: it was very glossy. It was, you know, high production values, mm-hmm. uh, good dialogue. Yeah. Uh even so and it was dated. Well, mm-hmm. I mean it was a period piece. Took yeah. place in the eighties yeah. and it looked yeah. like it. Mm-hmm. Um, nice That's costumes. Uh it was interesting. I guess I'd give it a
2: six. Okay.
1: I laughed a lot. I thought it was yeah. the yeah, I thought it was really snappy dialogue. I mean, it's definitely a problematic movie. I'm not excusing <laughs> that, but in terms of what it was, I was entertained while I was watching it, and when I watch a movie, that's important to me. <laughs> yeah. So I would give it an eight. Okay. I am. We're <laughs> <laughs> about to go from that. <laughs> to Katrina, guys. Oh, what are we doing? <laughs> I got some salt for y'all. Uh, no, I just couldn't get past it because I yeah. felt like even if he is, is, and has been a misogynist throughout his life, like. I didn't really feel like that's how all women throughout the movie needed to be coded, um, or all interactions with women had to be coded, and I just couldn't. I was feeling too feisty this morning, <laughs> I had a great morning. Got myself some coffee. I couldn't be, couldn't yeah. get past it. But it was, it was very pretty. There was mm-hmm. clearly a lot, with, especially with all the stars. There was clearly a lot of money thrown at this movie, but I'm. I'm gonna put it under Gabriel over the White House.
0: Okay.
1: And I'm gonna give it a four because I bumped up Gabriel to a five. <laughs> All right.
0: Takes. Yeah, I mean, if you bumped it up to a five because Gabriel over the White House ended with world peace, this movie definitely oh, does yeah. not end in world peace. By
1: that theory, it's <laughs> no three. So I give it a
2: three. <laughs> and but Gabriel way more,
1: gets five. But way more explosions. Yeah, no, but they were. They, they seemed both had
2: explosions. They shot their helicopters. Well, and like Charlie Wilson's War had happened.
1: way more. I'm more interested in pretend explosions, like things. Uh, I like special effects where I'm like, "You just shot at the front window, but the ceiling's falling down on you." Yeah, that's that. right. No physics here.
2: Uh, I will give Charlie Wilson's War a very problematic seven out of ten, which is to say, <laughs> I found it very entertaining, but it was weird watching it now. And maybe it's just because I'm in like a very sexual harassment, sexual assault <laughs> mindset where I'm like. This is horrible. <laughs> I'm still enjoying a lot of these scenes, and I think it's really funny, but not in the same way that I did when I watched it when it first came out, where I was like, this is funny, gay and now I'm like, this is funny. Ugh. That's
0: kind of so, like a lot of things. Yeah. All, uh-huh. movies, all movies I watch are affected, are different yeah. now, yeah. basically. It doesn't matter what the theme is. I
2: really liked it. If it's on, go ahead and watch it. But
1: I think you'll laugh. I wouldn't turn it off. It is also
2: an ugly movie, movie now, which I don't remember it being ugly, but it was.
1: Oh, yeah. um, do you want to explain why you're in a sexual harassment? Uh, well, <laughs> and, and, what day is this? November 11th. Uh,
2: about three weeks ago, I would say, the hashtag Me Too uh, thing started getting going where Harvey Weinstein was... Accused of quite a variety of sexual assault and sexual harassment, and that has expanded to include lots of powerful men in Hollywood and now powerful men all over the place. And in the past couple days, Louis C.K., who's now admitted that he did many of those crimes, and also Roy Moore, who is running for a senator. Running in for who is currently acting as senator and is running yeah. for senator, but also basically admitted although not in those many words that he committed all these crimes joseph
1: and mary were that age it's uh, fine uh,
2: i believe his his response <sighs> was well nobody's all their mothers gave permission so it was fine Which should be
1: specific he is alleged to have a inappropriate relationship with a 14 year old girl and also some other 32 teenagers yeah. well he's admitted to the like the 17-year-old and the 16-year-old. Has not crying. said anything you know about the 14-year-old? So the reason he's admitted to the others is because Alabama's age of consent is 16. 16.
2: Yeah. Uh, the idea was that he had picked up a 14-year-old girl outside of a custody hearing and got Roamed permission her. from his yeah. from her mom, so... That's not what happened.
0: At the custody hearing, he just agreed... The mom <laughs> needed to go into the courthouse. He came out of the courthouse. We saw them. He, he struck up a conversation... The mom needed to go into the courthouse because she was in divorce proceedings, and he offered to watch her child because he, with some kind of argument like, oh, you don't want her in to see that stuff going on. Yeah, too so gross. So at, at that point, he, while the mom was in the divorce court, he got the 14-year-old's phone number. He didn't pick her up there.
2: He groomed her. Yeah. yeah.
0: Later, they she snuck out of the house, and they went
2: somewhere. He has not exactly denied any of this. He and... denies that one. He denies that one. He denies this very detailed story. Yeah. Yes,
1: which yeah. has been very thoroughly reported yeah. by the Washington Post and yeah. sourced by 30 different sources. None of who, you know, most of whom don't know each other. Well, they're like, all alike. Like, no. it's... Well, And beyond all that, how much bullshit, sorry, I'm not, I'm going to say sorry, but I don't mean it. (laughs) I don't mean it. Uh, How much bullshit is it though that we have to both, because the first woman who came out against Louis C.K. came out a year ago. Oh no, this has been rumored for one single, yeah, but the specific, the two women who went up to the hotel with them, they came out with it about a year, year and a half ago. Uh, but because there were only one single incident we didn't believe them and the same thing has happened with Roy mm, more. Uh, but the thing is we've also seen this week that it only takes one accusation from a man like as soon mm-hmm. as Adam Rapp said anything oh, yeah, Kevin Spacey. House of Cards was immediately put on suspension mm-hmm. it has now been cancelled yeah. he's pretty much blacklisted and I just
0: think it's Unleavened. bullshit I think yes. it's bullshit Not that it takes know. several
1: women and only
0: one man mm-hmm. what, what I've been thinking this whole as this has developed and i are you sure it's three weeks? Because everything seems no. to take longer it's, now, right? Yeah. <laughs> it just seems longer than it is. I bet it's two weeks. Oh, I think oh. it's been much longer yeah. than that. I, think it's, I, yeah, think I was going to say more like four or five. No, I'm talking about when Weinstein came out. Weinstein? No, I think, I think Weinstein was, was time. Uh, really? almost five weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say over oh, a month ago. Wait, <laughs> the internet, I got this. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, or the internet hasn't. What I've What I've started thinking just in the last few days is there's there's going to be a backlash. Any minute now... Because men, they're not going to allow us to take their power away. Jeremy That's Piven already did now. it.
1: So um, some women have come out about, with stories about what Jeremy Piven did. Oh. And his response was, oh, we're in dark times where women can just make these accusations and we now will believe we'll them. we just believe uh, anything. And, and immediately after Weinstein, there was um, that other director who was kind of iffy.
2: Woody Allen, Roman Polanski, Bryan Singer. What else are we? Woody Allen. Woody Allen
1: immediately went. This is just going to lead to a witch hunt. It's a witch hunt. the men and all. We're going to burn all our witches again. Men
0: will be afraid to wink at women at the office. they
1: please should don't. be. That's harassment. That's <laughs> harassment. Like I just this his statement, eh, it is the most mind blowing of all. Aside from the, but please, of won't someone know. think of the men? Because yeah. hashtag not
2: all men. They won't
1: get to wink anymore. It'll just be so. It's sad. so oppressive. What a boring job. I'll have to practice using both eyes at the same time. It's all right, let hard. me
2: take a minute here to rant. Not about the harassment, which is all, which is terrible, but that ho- these insane apology things that are people are releasing. The Louis C.K. one, which is like not an apology. These women <laughs> just respected me so much, and I took advantage of it. I uh, never did it without asking permission first, and it's like. <laughs> What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. What do you mean asking for Let's, permission? Also, they said you asked for permission and said no one did it anyways. Yeah. What do you mean?
1: I'm um, like when they are up and coming, very specifically up and coming comedians, and he's already established. Like that's no. What is going uh, Who cares? Sir, yeah.
2: yeah, the Harvey Weinstein apology was just as crazy. Where it's just like, well, I've I grew up in a different time. Yeah, it's like there's never been a time where any of that behavior is okay ever. This is insane behavior.
1: Internet told me. Weinstein stuff, you were actually pretty right. October seventeenth ish. So it came out a couple days
2: before. A man's right again. Just as we all (laughs) And it's the only
1: time tonight you may leave. (laughs) All right, goodbye.
2: Yeah, I mean this it's I'm more aware of it or I'm thinking about it, which made Charlie Wilson's more like, Well that's horrible. Yeah. This is the, the, like, nice version, nice movie version of this. So in real life, he assaulted all those women, I yeah. assume. At,
1: I, at I best think. harassed them all. Yeah,
2: right. They don't have any opportunity. They can't, of course, push back on this. That's established even in the movie that that is why they've been hired. Yeah. So, yeah, it's horrifying. Yeah. It's not great times. No. <laughs> America, though! All <laughs> the propaganda! And, uh, it's,
1: you know, really important to stress that... These accusations have come out, and some consequences have happened for the men. Um, But we still have a man in the White House who has been (laughs) accused by what seventeen different women of sexual harassment and assault, yeah, including three who are underage at this point, right? And is was deemed a appropriate presidential candidate. Well, he admitted to harassing women himself, and it was just it was just not a concern whether or not these, you know, allegations Mm -hmm. were proper or... Who cares if he assaults women? As long as Hillary doesn't win. And And that's the same thing that's going on with the Ray Moore accusation As many, many um, prominent GOP uh, members from Alabama have said even if it's true, we would rather vote for him than a Democrat. I ended up connected to some...
3: You have right. some maniacs on Facebook, yeah. Katrina. And I'm lead sorry. me to
1: some weird pages, but I ended up being connected to some very right-leaning page that sends out a poll every single day mm-hmm. asking, like, do you believe in this or this? Or, like, yes or no on agreeing. Mm-hmm. But literally one that happened this week is they sent out um, a question being, like, well, if it's true of Roy Moore, do you Roy Moore... Do you care or can he stay? And I voted in it cuz I voted in all of them cuz I feel like sure this is a yeah. yeah and if why it's, why it's a why right-leaning why website I'm not going to let them be like no this is how everyone feels. Right. I'm like no no no. Uh, but overwhelmingly I think it was like 73 percent had said that it did not matter if he had assaulted a minor. Yeah, because still pedophilia right and now. rape are l- less bad <laughs> than
2: being a liberal. a yeah. crime yeah. or a woman or uh, a gay. Alabama. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's it's <sighs> insane. There's I, just no pretenses anymore. It's yeah.
1: absurd. Yeah, we've stopped per- even pretending that we care.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it sucks. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, I
0: have, I'm gonna. I'm not arguing against w- that it sucks, but what I yeah. would say is maybe a copper lining. <laughs> 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 <The top laughs> is that Good I mean podcasting. the fact that the fact that people are being just they're not hiding anymore, yeah, at least you know we're not we don't have an illusion about because before up to the election, we had illusions. That's part of the yeah. reason that we feel so strongly disturbed by it is that mm-hmm. we had illusions and all our illusions were shattered, and they continue to be shattered. More and more and more and more every day. And this, the sexual harassment thing is one of the mores that's being shattered. All of a sudden, the dominoes are falling on sexual harassers. Yeah. We don't know how that's going to turn out, but what we are seeing is people are coming forward and there are being consequences are being uh, handed out. Yeah. Well, to some. To To some some in
1: Hollywood, at least. Well, and um, one thing I will say, though, is that the women who mostly women the mostly women and some men who have come forward have also Mm -hmm. been overwhelmingly white and i wonder Mm -hmm. how much that plays Mm. into how we're listening to people that's an excellent point like it has been especially when you take a look at the last couple years with like the nfl and their except for terry terry cruz
2: yeah yeah right he's the one
1: but that's the thing it's the one in like what 30 plus. Oh, people yeah, 100. Who have come I don't out even know how many. Against celebrities. And it's just, yeah. And once again, nobody me. questioned that allegation. Well,
2: nope. I, I, I probably, Nicole may have said, you know, this may be something I saw from you on Twitter, but yes. <laughs> the idea that Harvey Weinstein, part of what picked, gained momentum was there was a right wing way to sell this which was like he's a democratic donor he's mm-hmm. a liberal yeah and look at all these women and what about hillary clinton and the clintons are when they are they gonna, they gonna talk back the donations uh, roy moore did not assault hollywood starlets he just assaulted whoever was His available yeah. just some Horrible some women who are just happened to be around some children um, well yeah some
0: children
2: he was definitely specifically targeting vulnerable women and too. it's like and, Vulnerable girls well, maybe it doesn't, Maybe it's not a big deal for him, but part of that is like, yeah, when you've got rich, famous white women who are able to speak out and yeah. have a million followers on Twitter, they are believed. But when it's just like some ladies in his group, yeah. uh, that gets a lot more pushback. Well,
1: and then, you know, there's all this, there's always... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Oh, well, you scared me. This is not everything today. There's always the, you know, continuing doubt, which is very frustrating, about why don't victims come forward sooner? Yeah. And, and here then, it is! And wow. then you have um, people doxing yep. the victims mm-hmm. in the Roy story, Moore story, and it's sort of like, huh, I can't imagine why people don't come forward when they're called <laughs> yeah. liars and sluts and given death threats. And and those are just, and... like, victims who are already separated from their assailant, right. to Like.
2: And aside from Roy Moore, maybe almost every person who've had allegations come out to them, these are not new allegations, it's no. just like, oh, by the way, six years ago did you hear that Kevin Spacey was a, like, a predator? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, he coming, is. The oh. phrase that
1: keeps coming up is that these were all open secrets. Yep. Yes. That everyone knew about it. And I just don't even, I don't even know what to do with that sometimes. Like, yeah. I've been feeling very that. sad. Yeah. I... <laughs> My partner has put up with a lot of conversations very early in the morning this week. They started with me going, babe, I don't know how to feel about being American anymore. I'm really, really sad about our culture, and I don't see it getting that much better in my lifetime. And I think I used to feel like it would get significantly better at least. Right. But I don't know if I do I think that this...
0: I think that is part... I don't know if what I'm going to say is going to sound bad or not. (laughs) Um, I think that white people... Are feeling something? White people. I think yes. that whole illusion thing. It was mostly white people had those illusions. Yes. Oh, a thousand percent. Uh, yeah, because I <laughs> just definitely come from a place for privilege. For I people. would describe that. I would have. I would describe myself as patriotic up till November 9th, But <laughs> just watching that happen, like it, last year, just <laughs> yeah, to be clear, yes, twenty sixteen. Yes. 2016. Not I mean, like you know, it was like four o'clock in the afternoon or five o'clock in the afternoon, and I saw what the results were what they looked like they and this up. was before he won and I said that's too many yeah it's just too many it'll be fine it'll even in, out I came in here and I started talking to your dad about it because I was very upset and he's yeah. like well it's not you know the, the the election isn't over yet and I'm like it doesn't that's not that's not bad me. That's right. really bad. Yeah. it's the number it's the number mm-hmm. um yeah I, mm-hmm. I remember, and that sounds very much like my experience. Mm-hmm.
2: People have different values than I do, apparently. and
0: uh, I mean, like grossly different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> and when it turns as it turns out, I mean the 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 part that I have found chilling about the sexual assault. I know this is not authoritarianism or propaganda. Yeah, it uh, kind of. Well, is. maybe a little propaganda. Uh, for whatever reason, the thing that's affected me with Kevin Spacey. Weinstein and Louis C.K. Now is all the clips from comedy shows and stuff mm-hmm. where it's like, "Oh, this was not this was an open secret." And then like Thirty Rock made a bunch of jokes about mm-hmm. this six oh, years yeah. ago, and I heard those Business jokes and didn't, know and what it had it? no like, and all the breakdowns now of Louis C.K.'s show of like. Remember this episode where he jokes about sexual assault? Yeah. It's not funny anymore. Yeah. Like, this is horrifying stuff. All the stuff that was sort of number one. For
1: his, like, was under the guise of being a feminist. Yeah. I'm a good and that, I think that's been my big thing, is they have all come off as, like, fairly liberal, good, quote-unquote good guys. Like, Kevin Spacey, mm-hmm. I've not heard a bad thing about him until now, essentially.
2: And I now it's like... I feel like that is true
1: of oh. Louis C.K. It was like, oh, no, you're an ally. You're, you're ally. You're cool. <laughs> you can stay. Uh, and I feel like Roy Moore is the only one who's been like, oh, this is a departure. It's, it's always been yeah. trash.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, I wasn't going to say it, but if you will. Uh... Well, I'll say it. Sure. <laughs> Why not? I mean, oh, you to the well, podcast. He, just, he was kicked off of the Supreme Court twice in <laughs> Alabama, so. it's not so supreme anymore. But
2: the Louis C.K., all these things where I'm suddenly seeing like, oh, I have seen this episode of that comedy show. And now it's like, oh, I can't watch this anymore. I just would not be able to handle it knowing that, like, this isn't kind of an uncomfortable joke, this is some writer expressing something about themselves or their guy they work for. That's
1: why those conversations about whether or not it's ever appropriate to joke about rape and sexual harassment um, came up and you know his stuff was kind of used as an example of when it's okay right now you have to sort of take a step back and be like uh but was it but also don't be like him because maybe there is you know his actions maybe there isn't gonna be an example (laughs) yeah um, Yeah. at least from men (laughs) Yeah, making a good joke certainly not that man (laughs) so i don't know also, so I do, I just because I don't want to minimize any survivors' um, experiences, I do want to say I messed up a little earlier. I remember that Lupita Nyong'o was one of the people who accused Harvey
2: Weinstein. Oh, I didn't hear so. about that.
1: yeah, she was among the list. Oh. Um, so I just wanted to make sure I. Well,
2: good I call. Not forgotten her. Yeah, good call. Yeah. It's yeah, it's very troubling, and it also made Charlie Wilson's War. Oh, now watching troubling. it in this week, <laughs> November <memory> was like. <laughs> If this is the movie version of what he was like, right. the real-life version must have been a nightmare. Yeah. There's no way that this is a soft, not a softened version of somebody who's just a predator all the time. Well,
0: I mean, the way they softened it was by having the women enjoy it. Right. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's
2: exactly it. That's not great. That's <laughs> bad. That is yeah. bad. Aaron Sarkin, you're bad. <laughs> Charlie Wilson, you're bad.
1: Yeah, Charlie Wilson, you're real bad.
2: Yeah. Oh. It's, it's ugly. I have one current event thing that I was looking at about propaganda not about authoritarianism exactly but ongoing over the last few months has well I don't know, last year now has been Russian bots and Russian computer people impacting and promoting propaganda in the U.S. particularly for right-wing candidates Mm-hmm. And when I looked that up this morning, one of the examples was <laughs> you're doing a oh uh, <laughs> the Lo Dingra versus Gen Jing- Young Lee oh, England, yeah. England. Yeah. yeah I saw that. Uh, there's an article about how Russian bots were promoting England in Washington State in this in this city basically. Yeah, uh, they were about 10 percent of England's. Twitter presence or her followers were Russian bots. For
1: anyone not paying attention, this was a really important election um, in the 45th district because if a Democrat was elected, it would tip the state Senate towards Democrats. Yes. Um, Otherwise, it would be still evenly split. So it was... It was a lot, a lot of out-of-state money was poured into this election,
0: and she um, did win. And she, yes, a Democrat won. The Democrat
2: won, so you, the Washington State Senate, and is by now, a handy margin too, which was yeah. nice.
0: And she's actually representative of the count of the district that's I'm, I'm almost in that district. I yeah. didn't get Gee, to vote say. for her. <laughs> <laughs> are you
3: 48?
1: I'm 48. Yeah. yeah. Oh, also, if we're now specifically talking about Washington <laughs> politics yeah. and all the sexual assault stuff, uh, it makes me real sad that it was such a hard fight to de our King County Sheriff. John
3: Mhm.
1: He has been, uh, we've paid a lot, a lot of taxpayer money to cover up. Uh, gender discrimination and also sexual harassment lawsuits Um, against him and
3: possibly rape and possibly rape yeah
1: yeah there's a woman on election day actually her permanent protective order hearing was pushed back Mm. against him Mm -hmm. uh which a thousand percent is connected uh it is very very hard hard to get protective. did mitzi end up winning
2: she did she won pretty handily no i thought
1: it was like two percent it was so yeah, when I was first looking at it, it was almost a it was a pretty even break, and it was still right. early in the yeah. in the vote counting. But it was about a 40, 60, 45 – Oh okay, so it was a much bigger s- margin than it was, I was – Yeah, it, it, I think it was I she think too, 48. It, yeah, it. I so she think broke it closed away. a little, and then it broke away again. Okay, because the first votes, you almost always the first first votes that get counted. The incumbents, uh, yeah, are well, and they just tend to be more conservative leaning, hmm. and which is really an interesting thing to think about with how people turn in their ballots and when, but. Hmm.
2: If you're not a Washington state listener, Sheriff John Urquhart or former oh, Sheriff John Urquhart, <sighs> I don't know if he's still there. Still
0: when in. it changes, yeah. Yeah, I don't know when the
2: trip. So, uh, during the election for him again, it, uh, he was accused of a lot of discrimination and assault and rape. Um, and among the things that were definitely proven was that he put a lot of time and effort into covering up. These, these accusations. accusations, doing things to make sure he was not prosecuted or, or investigated, investigated yeah. in any way, using his official capacity to, if not illegally, to legally, inappropriately, <laughs> inappropriately when your sheriff dismissed the these claims, your sheriff, and thankfully he did not win the election. Yeah,
1: they had again. to outsource that. Even had though I didn't like Mitzi that much.
2: There. Uh, even though she has some policies oh, I don't support, me
1: too. But also, she's really cool as a human being. Yeah,
2: I just couldn't vote for John. She was like
1: game. one of the first women on uh, SWAT teams in Washington, if That's not cool. across the country. Yeah, uh, and she's a lesbian, which is pretty rad. So I'm, I am there. While I'm nervous about her, yeah, right. I like, kind of always feel about sheriffs mm-hmm. and police department stuff. Yeah, uh, I feel may, way, way, way better about her than
0: than John. You want yeah. to talk about the mayor God of Seattle? John. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turns wanna... out
1: that's all our years been. It's just been Katrina, you're the only Seattleite
2: of the four here. Which
1: is crazy because I'm also, I don't count myself as such. I only <laughs> moved here three years ago, and I definitely, once a Texan, always a Texan. So <laughs> that's sure. in there forever.
2: You uh, have a tex- can you do a Texan accent? Did you oh, ever yes. have an accent? Yeah,
1: and it gets worse when I drink. Oh, uh, really? But I'm mm-hmm. from Dallas originally, so can I'm not from an area. we have a it comes out with, h- <laughs> sure shots. shots it's shots. just very hickish. I sure, get embarrassed because I definitely fine. sound like a hick when I do it. Uh, but there are words that come that it comes out with. Obviously, y'all.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but like, oh, Michael was pointing it out to me too recently with certain words. Um, but it is almost always words that I'm gonna think on it. But I will give it okay. to you. Sure. I'll think on it. Um, but it definitely gets worse when I drink. It. So,
2: who did you vote for for mayor? Can we ask? Yeah,
1: you are more than welcome to ask. Uh, I ended up voting for Carrie Moon. Okay. She doesn't speak over women of color when claiming to speak for them, and that was my big push on her. Also, I feel like I so I used to do I used to specifically work with homeless youth, and so I am very aware of and involved in what is uh, deemed by the state a state of emergency on homelessness for two years now. Um, and how ineffective most of our means of fixing that have been. Um, and it Carrie Moon feels to me more like she would have actually a made a clear effort to stop the sweeps of camps, which doesn't actually help anybody who's homeless. Mm-hmm. It just moves them to a new place so that. And in this city, everyone should know this. It's, and I imagine across the country, but in this city, uh, that means even during the winter, they take away people's tents and their sleeping bags. Which, when it gets real cold, can literally mean life or death in this country. Mm-hmm. Uh, in every country, I guess. That's hypothermia. Cold that's, how that's how it works. how it works. But Carrie Moon felt like she would actually make more of an effort uh, as far as stopping sweeps and as far as like housing first goes, which has mm-hmm. been proven to be pretty effective in the limited places it's been tried.
2: Did you have a preference before it got down to the last two? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but my preference was knocked out. Was it Nikita? Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. Which, I had been a socialist since I was 13, so uh, I was all for Nikita. Which, mentioned, you were making a reference to when they were all on a... Um, yeah. A, debate. Yes, yes, the debate, and they went to a the question... The Stranger, specifically, and were... Because The Stranger is one of the two major places that people turn to for voting recommendations.
3: In it's the, a local newspaper. Yeah.
1: yeah, and they're more liberal-leaning. Um, but essentially, during this discussion, a question was specifically aimed at Nikita and asked for her opinion. And they were all sharing a microphone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... Um, so it had to be passed down to yeah, her. <laughs> yeah, and, and in the middle, she jumps in and, like, takes over for her. Yeah, so Jenny didn't pa- Jenny Durkin did not pass it all the way down. No mayor. And, when and it was directed <laughs> at Nikita. Sort of uh, jumped in with her own response and... I mean, white I women were going to save all the know, women of color. She probably thought she was doing the right thing, which is problematic in and of itself. Maybe the yeah. best part, or the part I enjoyed the most in that story, because mostly I just cringe at it, is that uh, Bob, on the other <laughs> side of the table, Bob was sitting next to Karen Hasagawa was another candidate. And he leans over and he just goes, oh, so white privilege. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's beautiful.
0: It was beautiful. So uh, uh, what happened to the old mayor? Oh, oh well. boy, what did happen? Well, <laughs> speaking think of sexual sexual harassment, did he just
2: harassment he, res- he resigned He resigned uh, yeah. he's One of the Seattle council
1: members took over Yeah. And Tim Burgess, right? Very yes, Tim point. Burgess took over uh, But his resignation is what uh, Plummeted 20, was it 20 total? Mayoral candidates this, this there session There were quite a few yeah, yeah, it went from like there were three people in the running To suddenly we had, it, it was over 16 for sure Candidates, yeah. uh, And that's because uh, before he came into power, though I'm sure if you do this kind of stuff, you don't necessarily you don't stop. stop. Um, he used to foster children uh, from the foster care system, and he was accused by, I think it ended up being two different mm-hmm. young men. It was more,
2: more than that by the end. Yeah, I'm it was pretty sure like four, it was more than two. I think, um,
1: of sexually assaulting them while he was taking care of them in their home. Mm-hmm.
2: So, yes. So, for what it So... Just, <laughs> And it, I, I don't want to say for whatever reason. It was gross. There were two allegations that he, the mayor, had assaulted foster kids. Those allegations came. There were lawsuits filed and then ultimately dismissed or dropped. And then about two months up. before. Yeah, and covered up. About two months before the actual election where the mayor had said, these are all false. I'm still going ahead. Then his cousin came forward and said, I was also assaulted by him, also as a teenager. Mm-hmm. And that was the one that caused the mayor to go. Yeah. Okay, I resign. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah. uh, so this was an ongoing, like, there were multiple allegations, some of which were taken and dismissed. Also, the stranger... I mean, he still
1: hasn't been convicted of anything to no. date. And so... the
2: stranger was, I feel, rightfully trashed for this because they published an op-ed by the mayor saying that people accused yeah. <laughs> me are all liars and criminals. This is gross. It, uh, but yeah. that was before his cousin came forward, which I guess he couldn't just trash that guy too. So. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> so well, the, the, stranger the problem was that the attorneys that they the victims had hired mm-hmm. were pretty well-known conservative um, activists mm-hmm. who had sort of pushed this in, earlier in terms of responses to things like legalizing gay marriage in Washington State. So... It was very easy to attack their sources and their credibility based on that. And they did. And he did. So I think, again, not to excuse what the stranger did, but I think that's why they were sort of open to him responding. But yeah, Mm. I don't think they should have given him that platform. Foster kids are rarely listened to or believed in situations like this. So it is completely unsurprising to me that that was the pattern before and no one listened until his cousin.
2: I mean, an ongoing problem with these allegations has been that Men are listened to more than women when it comes to these allegations. Roy Moore has had what three women come forward, and it's still so so. But Kevin Spacey had one person yep. come forward, and that was it. Um, and his his career is done, at least temporarily done. House of Hopefully, cards is I get it, indefinitely <laughs> well, would be. Well, profitable. I don't know. I mean,
1: <laughs> the problem with Hollywood is these redemption arcs. I mean, yep. the fact that yeah. I find it pretty disgusting that Mel Gibson is in. Um, oh yeah, oh, oh. Movie, I was talking about that last week. It's. I I and it's so troubling to me because I really like um, Will Ferrell movies. And,
2: um, what sure. How do you feel about Mark Wahlberg? So so he's got it. Yeah, he's got a, yeah, a, a troubled past. He's um, the, the worst. But
1: the like, the first movie was Daddy's Home. That's the that second, second one is Daddy's, Daddy's Home, Daddy Home too. too. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just really troubling <laughs> to me that he's sort of. I think he Hacksaw Ridge. He directed that, right? Yeah, and that was sort of his. Redemption. Well, now it's funny.
2: Now he's in a comedy because he's he playing the mean guy. Yeah, and well, I just, it's disgusting. And me. it's not
1: just movies. Um, as of this week, uh, Chris Brown and R. Kelly? Oh, uh, I'm going to be uh, in trouble if I confuse R. Kelly with, he's the one who also started the cult recently. R. Kelly's so R. Kelly. got the
2: cult. Chris uh, Brown's. Yeah. Uh,
1: and by the way, we're using cult as a very loose term. He's holding these women captive. Well, yeah, and he's specifically grooming and preening yes. uh, underage Underage women,
3: yeah.
1: girls of color, uh, in poor neighborhoods. It's really, it's real, real gross and very predatory. But they are coming out with a collab song. Great. They've officially what? announced it, so you can very publicly <laughs> abuse your partner and very publicly sexually assault people and still have a very sex successful. Wow, I I'll, did not hear get that. up on that word. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. as of two days ago, I think. So it's very fresh. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it turns out you can
2: do yeah. whatever you want to women, and you can be redeemed. I'm not sure if that's prop. Well, that's propaganda. propaganda. I'm not sure if it's authoritarian exactly, <laughs> but yeah,
0: it's definitely. Propaganda. I don't know how w- what ha- Woody Allen just boggles my mind. Oh
2: my god! Yeah. <laughs> well, and then
0: he, he felt n- he was so never brave even... to
1: make a statement this time
0: too. He was never even on the outs. No.
1: No. no. And that's why it's so troubling to me that. Actors and actresses continue to work with him. Um, mm-hmm. Especially Kate Winslet, you yep. know, sort of just demurred at the whole topic. And I don't know, it's troubling. It's what's, troubling because I explained. Expect... The name of
0: the actress who played Juno. Ellen Page. Ellen Did Ann- you Hallett, read her yeah. confession she specifically...
2: thing like two days ago no, or yesterday?
0: I read it this morning.
2: Yeah, it's, it's horrifying, but she's talked about Woody Allen and Brian Singer and basically the homophobia she experienced as a teenager working for them um and it's very direct it's it's there's no she names all the names but it's basically like people saying like well she's gay so you should hook up with this female producer who works on this oh no and she basically i worked i was on a woody allen movie it's the biggest regret of my career uh because this is horrible and you should not promote these people yeah.
1: well and like at one point and i don't know what context it was in but at one point the creeper director that was the um, brian singer yes brian yeah. singer asked her told her to wear a team singer shirt essentially mm-hmm. and she said no because i'm not on your team uh and was essentially admonished and told she had to wear it and be on his team by yeah. her yeah, yeah by the producers and by everyone around her mm-hmm. uh privately in her dressing room waiters so. and
2: brian singer these accusations came out years ago oh yeah I mean, yeah the big the big allegations came out prior to his last movie and prior to this week yeah and kept, kept coming mm. yeah woody Allen has just been like yeah let's me yep. let's <laughs> well, meet baby let's i know, let's make I more know movies. that
1: louis ck's movie has been pulled from release yeah, yeah. and i'll be pretty troubled if woody allen's isn't but i'm not holding I my breath it does, but you know, he's
2: got so much clout yeah, and he's been doing this for but so, so did long harvey
1: weinstein so yeah but I harvey weinstein so he feel like wasn't he didn't at the point that harvey weinstein is now it feels more like he has a big money hand in it versus like a, i'm helping to produce said art thing mm-hmm. and i think that's a, at least to me it feels like that's the difference in how he's treated versus how woody allen is treated like, he's so much a part of making the art still mm. that he is revered beyond it.
2: I feel like Woody Allen's accusations go back so far that it's easier to dismiss them because people have become familiar with them. Yeah. I hope that that's Just not the case. It. But it's there's nothing new coming out about Woody <laughs> Allen. It's all from the 70s. Yeah. I mean, he's been a predator for 40 years now. No, yeah, it wasn't the 70s. 30 years? Thirty um, to forty wait. years?
0: Yeah, maybe it was the seventies. It was when he was with Mia Farrow.
2: Yeah, right. Um, it's been a while. Like he's been a predator, a known predator, and kind of is like, yeah, that's me.
0: Yeah.
2: And it's wink. Not- wink. He's <laughs> leaned into it. <laughs> is <essentially>. it? <laughs> is it wink wink? I mean, he makes movies about dating younger women. It's... Yeah.
1: Look and to have coded it so much into your own, it's yeah,
3: yeah he's gnarly. It's knally. nasty.
1: Coding it into your own career like that is gross. Well, mm-hmm. that's what this latest uh, Louis C.K. movie was supposed to be all about. I heard that. And, and there was specifically really like a creepy masturbation scene included in which, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's a nightmare. <sighs> I'm just waiting to see what other actors and comedians I like will get caught up in this.
1: Can I tell you a real bummer one I was read? it George Takei? No, it's going to be more <sighs> bummer than that. No, because that I one came out that. today. Oh, really? Yeah. Oof, um, mine was out. a couple weeks, right when all the Weinstein stuff started uh, breaking... But uh, there's a young woman, she's not young now, she's my age, um, who accused Elie Wiesel. Who, yeah. Wow. Uh, and she, as she was talking about it, she said that she felt like he specifically had, and he ended up gra- grabbing her ass while the whole family was taking a picture. Oh, just like George... H.W. Bush. Yes. Uh, But she said that she felt like she was probably groomed because she had been dressing very conservatively because it was a fairly conservative Jewish event that she was at Mm. um, and that she naturally appears very young. So he assumed that she was just going to be a very conservative, very young Mm. Jewish girl who would, of course, never speak out against him because he's such an honor. And I have only read that one story, but also I am leaning into the one is enough for me to believe. So, yeah, that's Hmm. the one I have been the most disturbed by i mm-hmm. would say in the last couple
2: months i'm gonna you know this is a public podcast yeah i have no evidence to back this up except my my heart and i love this guy but i bet larry david that's where i put my oh, money yeah. on i put 100 bucks on larry david oh, coming out at some point because he was in a woody allen movie his 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 tv show is all about him dating younger women well his he's been very abusive creepy. to women his timeline yeah. is creepy
1: He's one of those dudes that I watch and I'm like, mm, I would not want to hang out with you in a room alone. I and hope not. a bummer. I love his shows. I love everything
2: he's done. But yeah. there's some vibe now that Louis C.K.'s come out and I've tried to reflect on all of his shows and stuff. I'm like,
3: mm. okay. See the pattern.
2: Maybe Mark Maron. What else we got? <laughs> <laughs> else we'll coming we'll see. Yeah. we yeah. find out. Yeah. All right, good. Yay! <laughs> yeah. A happy notes. Our, it's a dark week. I don't For know. Sure.
0: I'm, I, I guess I'm, the reason that we spent so much time on that is because it's happening right now, so it's just like in the air all mm-hmm. around us. It's yeah. not really. And we did see it a little bit in the movies that we watched. It definitely
1: covered like a colored. I was wearing both movies, actually. Whatever the opposite of rose colored glasses are. <laughs> I was wearing that yeah. shade <laughs> uh, when watching
2: today. Yeah. I mean it tie let me tie this into propaganda in a second, which is that all of these issues, the way that they've been presented by our media, is that Weinstein and Hollywood, they are predators. And Roy Moore and Donald Trump, these women were they're permissive vampires. on it. Yeah, they're very and I don't, none of that is true, but because of the way our media split between basically propaganda and news, Mm -hmm. (laughs) propaganda is pushing Donald Trump and Roy Moore as like, eh, who knows, who's to say, the women are liars. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's, they can get behind Harvey Weinstein being a predator because he's on the other team. Yeah, it's the liberal,
1: the liberal Hollywood and media.
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm. and then that all ties into the authoritarian side of things because Donald Trump and the administration we have right now is happy to silence media that is critical (laughs) of him. that, that, That is how that all ties in. That's part of why some of these stories are getting more promoted than others. Yeah.
1: Well, and to have a president who has openly spoken about assaulting women and who leans so heavily into the... I'm just going to cover up anything that doesn't look pretty to me Mm -hmm. or pretty of me. He Uh, doesn't want to see anything that's not pretty. Yeah, sets a really dangerous precedent for where the news coverage is going for half of our country. I mean, statistics now say, what, he's got a 33% approval rating, so 30% of our country, that's still a third, though, that that I'm still still concerned by
0: that. Well, speaking of authoritarianism and uh, news coverage... Yeah. Um, so in Gabriel over the White House, one of the things that the president does is broadcast, because everybody's got a TV now, because mm-hmm. of technology, because of new technology, and they're all owned or operated by one of his uh, assistants. Yeah. Um, oh, th- in the book, not in the movie. Um, but if you think about it right now, the FCC is uh, deregulating certain things that will oh, allow mm-hmm. right this right-wing uh, conglomerate What's the name of the team? Sinclair Broadcast. yeah, Broadcasting. Zinclair. To Broadcasting. To basically take over every... Local news. Every, all media. Every area. Yeah. Here it's
2: Como News. Yes. is the one that they've taken over. It's so very apparent. I, I was <laughs> going to say, you can't tell. So
0: I would not be at all surprised to see our our current president, a couple of years from now, once they've established all of their locations, showing up on TV, doing a little fireside chat mm-hmm. convincing the public of whatever his policies are. With, you... Out any kind of restriction you guys seem
2: surprised when i said this so donald trump does a youtube broadcast like every week
0: it's a real thing but
2: it is a, a real thing but that's and, a
0: thing you can choose to
2: that's that. true but i mean there is a fireside chat that you can choose to watch now they are extremely crappy <laughs> and he is clearly like not paying attention to what's on a prompter <laughs> well, this is, this is not the fire one. and brimstone speeches he's known for this is the
1: is he known for those
2: well, it he's is not me.
1: They're, being... they're incoherent but he's like
2: clearly talking about whatever he feels like at the moment. He's these are the like this feelings. is this is him very he clearly does not want to be doing these. But you can go watch him do a fireside chat. He doesn't seem to want to be doing everything that
1: is required no. of a
3: president. That's
1: so. <laughs> true. Sure. But this is he doesn't get to pick no the words. Surprises from there.
2: There. This is just him like very quietly reading in a some can office be quiet? in the White House when he's bored I'm gonna check it out you have convinced you me to watch one tonight that is a thing and then I
1: won't watch another one for the next three yeah.
2: years it's just not as because maybe
1: there won't be a I, can't, I <laughs> only hope yeah so speaking of pretty things let's talk about the cocktail yeah, oh, yeah. it was very pretty oh and it. it was so
2: delicious thank you <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's the right thing to say <laughs>
0: So the cocktail, I'm going to try to think of how I arrived at this cocktail. Yeah, how, this was um, a complicated that, one. Yeah, it had a lot of different ice cubes in it. That was one <laughs> of the things. <laughs> yes, it did. <is. laughs> um, different
1: shapes and colors and everything. Yes, different right? shapes and
0: colors. Oh my. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. My husband's co-worker went to England recently, and she had had some gin that was some kind of color-changing gin. And my husband came back and told me about it. And said that sounds like something you. Lance, might... he's been a guest. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Lance from episode two, my daddy, season two. Um, power of the press. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, you know, he thought I'd be excited about that, but it's not something you can. But actually... you were <laughs> Shut up, Dad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but yeah. I was thinking with this movie, because I knew he goes through a transformation that it would be kind of cool to have a drink. Ah, mm. that, I like that none of us
1: put that together. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> <laughs> We've like, all heard the description of turns into a in butterfly. Hour.
0: So I just went on the internet and said, color-changing alcohol. And it turns out, you don't have to get this gin, which is made in the UK. You can just get this stuff that's called Butterfly P.T., P is spelled P E A, by the way. I didn't understand that at all. <laughs> T is
1: also spelled the same way, T E A.
0: And it's a it's a T. It's basically some very deep blue flowers, and they are pH sensitive. So you make this tea. The tea is blue, but if you add anything acidic to it, it will turn pink. And depending on how how uh, how much acidity or how deeply you color the drink the the liquid or um, how what its pH balance is to begin with. Mm-hmm. It may turn purple, more purple than pink. Um, so what I, what I made was a drink that has sort of a limey um, bottom layer
3: mm-hmm. and
0: then layered some vodka that I had colored with this butterfly pea flower on top of that. And then I also froze some very deep blue um, wings that are just water and a little bit of vanilla to give it a little, a kind of a nice flavor. Ooh. And floated those on top. So then, when you and I also made some limeade, um, very small ice cubes,
1: like Sonic ice, which I do. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I know what you mean. Actually. Washington, yes, yes, no, way. Washington, know. Eastern
2: Washington you. has Sorry, a Sonic yes. burger outside so, of probably. Seattle.
1: I can't. I have to drive like forty-five minutes to mm. get Sonic nowadays. And...
2: It's like me and Carl's Junior. Like there's right. none here, but you have to go for.
3: It.
1: Ugh, yeah, yeah. yeah so it's burner. like a
0: it's like a quarter-inch cube, tiny cubes, tiny oh, cubes, well, baby ice. Very mm-hmm. difficult to get out of the ice tray. It took me like 20 minutes yeah. after, I, uh, after I froze them. Um, but anyway, so there's this limey lower level with these cubes floating in it. And then I floated the blue uh, vodka on top. So then when you stir it together, it changes into a pink or purple color.
1: We got some cool videos of it, too. Mm-hmm. It's, it was it's really, really, really cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah we, really I think pretty. we all had sudden moments where we were like, oh, this is why people pay for like 16, 17, on <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, They're <laughs> amazing and magical. Yep, that was it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I spilled mine and then... Or I spilled Nicole's and then gave Nicole mine. <laughs> <laughs> it was very delicious, the part I drank. <laughs> oh, yummy. Uh, well, you uh, guys want to talk about Plugs? We're gonna do some plugs.
0: Plugs, plugs and then uh, I'll tell you what we're gonna watch next time.
2: Nicole, what are you plugging this week? I don't think
0: I have anything. You don't have anything to
1: plug. No, Uh, no. come back. Come back to me if I have anything. (laughs) Katrina. Uh, I yeah, I'm on another podcast. It's pretty new, so we are very open to feedback if you have any. But also, we're not that open because we're very (laughs) judgmental people. (laughs) Um, but it's called Silent Moment Podcast.
2: I'm you look pretty sure that just rolls right off There was like lots
1: of conversation about the name Anyway, okay. it's Silent Moment Podcast I'm going to be good about this plug, I'm about to nail it I have yeah. not been good at describing Swish. it prior uh, We essentially talk about uh, things that we miss and like are reminiscing of and take a moment of silence for it, but it can be anything from the silly, like I really miss being able to take Dymatap all the time and get like little child drunk which is a thing we covered, <laughs> to like the very genuine of Moving out of a place that finally feels like home to move to a new place uh, to, to some of the horrific, like the death of science that's currently seeming to happen. Okay. Uh, so you should listen to it. Yeah. Uh, and you should listen to the silence because we do include some, but we also include Easter eggs, but you'll never know. You can't just <laughs> skip ahead and skim and look at the like sound waves. That's, Not
2: I'll fair. know.
1: I'll know <laughs> and I'll know you're
2: a liar. So don't do it. <laughs> Uh-oh. That's my podcast. You should listen. Oh, great. Uh, I'll plug the Third Xavier's podcast. Hey, you should. Um, some of you have been guests on this. Well, just you. My mom has been a guest on it for one episode. Uh, it was
0: a terrible movie. That wasn't. I still think
2: about the Shack. <laughs>
0: um,
2: I don't know when this episode will come out, but by the time this is out, we'll have done our special Christmas episode. Oh. We're gonna watch the Santa Claus, and we have a, a guest for that episode, so that'll be really <laughs> fun. Awesome. Um So yeah, go look that up. I hear you all are
1: finally doing Rent. Yeah, it's now that is book. coming soon. I, I requested it like a month and a half well, ago. Well, oh, like, way longer this, than that. What is it. this? Rent there is are no to bad movies that don't that also pass the LGBTQ backdoor yeah, test. Yeah, that was a like, rent does Rent's garbage, but it definitely passes. That is so great, garbage. Yeah. Mike loves Isn't, it. <laughs> I love it, too. No, I'm not saying I don't love it. Okay. I love it a lot. A lot, a lot. A lot. But I've never it is, seen right. it. You're not, you're it's not bad. wrong. It's they, not good. Okay. It's bad, and they like <laughs> change things for the movie that are totally unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Like They move the timeline forward a week for oh. no clear reason in the middle of the movie. Spoiler alert, I haven't even seen it yet. <laughs> you won't know if you haven't. No. I if don't. you're not obsessed with the musical.
2: But Mike, impressed. I'm sure, will explain it, because he seems obsessed. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we're going to watch Rent, to The Santa Claus... And the most recent episode we recorded was The Dark Tower. So by the time you've heard this, it'll be long since released. I got to eavesdrop on the recording. It's a funny one. You should listen so, to it. But we got really off topic. It'll be great. Um, but that's why I got plugged. I don't
0: have anything to plug. Okay. Okay. I I, I remembered <laughs> Nicole, my thing. What you have to plug? So
1: tying into authoritarianism, mm. um, there's a woman named Amy Siskind. That's S-I-S-K-I-N-D, okay. and she has um, since the election of Trump been um, tracking subtle changes. And it's because experts in authoritarianism advise you to keep a list of things that are subtly changing around you, so you'll remember um in order to avoid them becoming normalized so she has been slowly tracking the different things that have changed under um this regime so that they don't become normalized so i love you just called it original. Oh, because that's what it is <laughs> I, not um, so like it's it just called. she has a great list if you just google her name it'll come up um and there's a spreadsheet that people can add to if they find anything that's missing um yeah, I think it's a Google Doc or something like that. But mm. anyway, it's just a really interesting thing to change. She does it weekly. So each week she comes in and I'll update it with the things that have been the violation of norms that stuff. are trying to be pushed That's on good. us. Um, so because we're basically under an authoritarian regime right <laughs> and now. And it was Siskin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, S-I-S-K-I-N-D. Okay. Um, I changed Siskind, by the way. Uh-huh. Right. So right. anyway, go go look at her stuff and don't normalize. <laughs> Good advice. And
0: It's actually because because of what you just said is what made me think of it because something has definitely changed in a big way. Um, Puerto Rico. Oh yes. Oh, oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Give money to Puerto Rico yeah. because apparently our government is not going to take care of. They're U.S. citizens. They're
1: part of yeah. our nation. Well, and they voted. It's not just this past vote where they decided to try and ratify and become a state. They voted for it in favor of it four years ago. And in order to become a state, they just have to get somebody to bring it up in Congress. Yeah. But no one will bring it up for a vote. So That's they are stuck been in non state. For as long as
0: I can remember, yeah. they've been trying to become a state. Yeah. yeah. They, and the I'm first old.
1: one that they <laughs> vote wise for the state um, or for the country, because I guess it's not technically a state. Um, the first one that they passed by a margin was the one that I think was eight years ago and was like a very narrow margin, but since then, every time it comes up, they vote, and every time, Congress just doesn't pick it up and doesn't talk about it, and that's literally all it would take. And then they could have full statehood, and they'd have, uh, access to a lot more funds.
2: Yeah. They'd
1: have some representation. (laughs) That'd be great. Representation. (laughs) They would count. They'd count in their government.
2: Yep. they're totally destroyed right now. Yeah.
1: And nobody's helping. Still. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> in fact they just lost power again six yeah. six weeks ago yeah it's it's awful the power grid's yeah
2: just destroyed and
1: well they're continuing to run out of clean everything they're drinkable hard.
2: water yeah uh, do you want to talk about what we're gonna watch next episode
0: yes yeah, so the dictator why did that come up earlier
2: <laughs> uh i mentioned something <laughs> mm, that's I was like my wife. Uh, well,
0: uh, one of the in the in Charlie Wilson's War, one of the Pakistani president's generals is an actor that we recognized. Mm. He is in the Dictator. We are going to watch the Dictator. <laughs> yeah, I know why. I don't know why. It hurts my heart. But we're also going to watch the Great Dictator, which is a Charlie Chaplin movie, sure. and about the
2: classic
0: about fascism, which is somewhat predictive of. I mean, it, it, the movie was made before World War II broke out, mm-hmm. but is basically about what's going on in Germany right now. Yeah, because it's. I think a- it's 1939. Cause
2: the character's name is like August <laughs> Habelman or something. It sounds like Hitler. Yeah.
0: Uh, and it's basically a, a. I think he's a tailor from the Jewish ghetto, and he looks just like the, the dictator and somehow takes his place. Mm hmm.
2: Yeah. All right. All right. We're gonna talk yeah. about that. Do we have a? Well, maybe have a guest. <laughs> we CD. may have a
0: guest. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys have anything else? Well, thanks, fun. Yeah, thanks, thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, Katrina. Thanks fun. for fun. It was very,
1: very fun. Great. I'm excited.
2: Well, All right. Bye.
1: Bye.
2: <laughs> the end. <laughs> always leave but that ball though it keeps on bouncing what the ball keeps on bouncing we're a little busy right
0: now reorganizing Eastern Europe don't you think we've spent billions let's spend a million on HR 118 and rebuild the school Charlie nobody gives a shit about a school in Pakistan Afghanistan